All right, you guys ready? Uh, hold on, someone's no. bothering me over text. Mm. Um, mm. yes, I'm ready. Hello and welcome to Headcanon. I'm Benjamin Light. And I'm Marco Sparks. And with us we have internet celebrity Crystal Pearson. Hi guys. Hello, hello. Hi. Formerly of some successful internet podcast and now just of the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Happy to be here. <laughs> we knew you loved this movie, so we thought I, we should have a, yes. a third member on to discuss the movie that we're going to be discussing today, which is To All the Boys I've Loved Before. I feel like it's good to have a female voice for this kind of thing. It helps. Yeah. Not just a total yeah. sausage fest. Right. Seriously. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, before we get to to all the boys I've loved before, it's our little segment where we talk about what we're watching, reading, and listening to. Uh, let's start with you, Marco. What are you watching? Ooh, wow. Thanks for starting with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been rewatching Community lately. Hi. Thank you. Uh, the center is awesome. I'm all about the big fuck rock. And uh, the other day, I finally watched While You Were Sleeping for the first time. Really? Really. It's a damn good movie. It's, uh, it's Peter Gallagher. There's some heat there. Yeah. Yeah, Sandy Cohen is bringing it in, even in the sleep. But he's not the, uh, he's not the real hunk. Yeah, he's not the real hunk, though. Mm-mm. That's my idea of the perfect man. Sandy Cohen? Ew. Or- no, no, Bill Pullman. In that movie. Yeah, yeah, sorry. (laughs) I was like, okay. Uh, Crystal, what are you watching? Um, Marco stole mine. I was going to say The Sinner. You were going to say While You Were Sleeping? I did watch While You Were Sleeping recently, but no, The Sinner is my favorite show Mm. right now. I mean, it's kind of dead because it's summer, but. What's it about? I've I've heard about it. It's different. So the first season was like one storyline, and then the second had one of the same characters it's like in the same world but it's completely different they're like it's like murder cases basically okay Mm -hmm. yeah and there's a bill pullman it is about bill pullman really yeah he he might be the center really (gasps) is he in it yeah dude (laughs) yeah okay he's the detective so he's the one solving can't tell the guys (laughs) solving these cases so it's all connected yeah, I would say like of all the things that I think about a lot lately, when I'm not thinking about those things, I'm thinking about the center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'll get a shot. Um, I'm just watching the Venture Brothers right now, which is maybe a boring answer, but it's really good this season. Should I ask Ooh. what that is? Or it's a you cartoon. Should ask. Okay, <laughs> it was more like, do I want to know or slash care? I feel like I've like vaguely described you at some point. Did I tune you out? Maybe. Okay. It's um, should you play her the beginning of your favorite episodes or something like that? I don't know if I have a favorite beginning of an episode. You make me watch movie the beginning of lots of movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a criticism, it's Benji's just an getting observation. Up on. <laughs> I have a favorite ending of one of the Venture Brothers episodes. It's uh it's like kind of this pastiche satire parody of a lot of like eighties like boys' cartoons and like Johnny Quest and G.I. Joe, that sort of stuff, I guess. It's about failure and, and the failure of masculinity, especially. Oh, shit. There was an episode this Sunday, wasn't there? Yes, of course. Fuck, I was busy. Okay, yeah, I need to find that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what are you listening to, Marco? Um, I have really dived. Oh, well, actually, I got a couple of things. Sorry. Mm. I went to a National Pumpkins concert the other night, which was fucking wild. I've never been so confused and like 
excited, you know, and touching back to my high school self or whatever at the same time. Secondly, I really dive back into the last Taylor Swift album, which is amazing. Uh, and the, the most recent one or what's it re- called? Rep- Reputation. Reputation. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's awesome. Uh, and three, uh, Crystal, I was listening to the two of a kind the other day about why you were sleeping. That was, I mean, I feel like, I don't know. Did you okay. listen to that because you watched while you were sleeping or did you listen to it and then felt inspired to watch while you were sleeping? Chicken and the egg, man. I don't know what you want to hear. All right. Uh, what are you listening to, Crystal? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. No, do you want me to look? Uh, you say it and then I'll look. Okay. Um, yeah, what I'm, I've, I've been listening or really watching the YouTube video of uh, Dancing Queen by Ava a lot. I'm sorry. Did we say listening or watching? This is listening. All right. Mm-hmm. Just... Um. That video is, it's sort of fascinating to watch and like just kind of ponder what the behind the scenes band tension is going on. Anyway, that, that song has always been an earworm for me ever since I worked at the casino. It gets stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. So this is the music, actual music video for ABBA. I guess, or as close to the music videos as they had back in the day. I mean, it's definitely, they're not like, like you can tell it's not like they're actually playing live. So it, it's mm. like, it looks like they're live and like a dance party, but obviously they're not playing live. So it's yeah. crap. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, no, I mean, all their music videos are bonkers, like crazy. Why mm-hmm. is my thing being weird? I mean, you're a little louder now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, right. I, I don't hate it. It'll help with the mix. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nobody's complaining. Okay. All right. Well, more, you have that's, a, what, that's what people want. It's more crystal. They don't even know who I am. Speaking of which, what are you listening to? I am listening to Ariana Grande's new album. Oh, yeah. And I'm loving that. Uh, that's all I have to say is everyone should listen to it. How do you feel what's about your... uh, What's-His-Face? Who? Pete Davidson. I feel like I went from like, it's more of like a concerned parent situation where I'm like, I hope this is okay. And now for some reason, I'm like, if they break up, I will die. So it's, it, I don't know. Sometimes Mm. it can work. Sometimes it can't. Cause I feel Mm. like they had a longer relationship than they, than we thought initially. Cause they were both like dating other people or something like that. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I don't know. It's not the worst relationship. Sure. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite cut from that album? And now I have Pete Davidson's face in my head and I don't, (laughs) That's not doing me any favors. What's your favorite cut? Poor guy. Um, I love God is a Woman. Okay. That's my favorite song. It's very inspiring. My least favorite is the one she does with Pharrell. Mm. And there's something other, someone else. Any song that she does with someone else, I'm not here for it, except for the Nicki Minaj one. I like that one. Can, and I know Benjamin Light's never heard of this. Can anyone have share any love for Sweetener? That jam is popping. No, I love Sweetener. I don't think I've ever heard, or at least if I've heard, I've not known that I was listening to a single Ariana Grande song. You've heard them. Okay. And you probably were like, damn, who's this? Yeah. You were like in a supermarket, just like toe tapping, waiting for the self-check. Buying Otter Pops. Buying so many Otter Pops. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, uh, what are you reading, Marco? Um... Nothing at the moment, I'm sad to say. I am really <laughs> gearing I mean, myself up. up. 
I'm gearing myself up to uh, reread the first eight chapters of The Perfectionist. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. we have to do that. That's right. We got a whole Yeah. <laughs> Those ones I've read. Both books. <clears throat> how's, how's the second one? Because I feel like I can guess how the first one goes. But, like, how is the second one? I want to say it was good. Okay. <clears throat> it's one of those books. There's like one thing that really sticks out of my mind from them, but I can't remember what happens in the second one now. Does it get easier from what you remember at the time? Like distilling who the characters actually are? <laughs> yeah. Or differentiating. Okay. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Just differentiating. Yeah. It took me a while because I feel like they're all just like second like knockoff characters are pretty little liars or something like mm-hmm. that so it took me a while and they have like weird names i don't know i go by like fashion girl cello girl weird okay. girl you know like those kind of things maybe you, you know, know like you just cracked this open for me when i just the face this book <laughs> when i read it i was not thinking at all like oh this is so-and-so from pll this is so-and-so maybe i should have been maybe that would have helped me keep track of them oh my god yeah because i i could not help because i was doing it as like an audio and I was just like, wait, why are they upset with Jenna? Oh, they're friends of Jenna. Wait, what's what weird Arya doing? Yeah. Well, it's just like, oh, yeah, this is the, the cellist. And is she making out with her boyfriend's brother? Or is that the soccer player? You know, it's like you just lose track. Dun, dun, That's dun, the soccer dun. player. Ominous cello music. Player. Mm-hmm. Ominous cello music. All right. Uh, what, um, what are you reading, Crystal? Did you say? Uh, I did not say. Yeah. I'm reading Dune right now. Really? Which wow. is like... Wow interesting i mean it's it's taking me a while because i keep getting busy with other things but that's what i'm reading i just what inspired that i don't know i i think i posted on instagram like suggestions please and people sent ones yeah of course it was a dude (laughs) it's a good i mean it's good dude yeah it's good i just wish it like there weren't so much like sand you know yeah but it's fine that's gonna ruin a book never read it myself it gets everywhere um what am i reading i this is a lame answer i'm trying to finish and i have not finished yet to all the boys i've loved before uh you haven't finished the book yet no i tried i i was going to do it the last few nights and i got really busy can i ask what a question you, sure yeah please do how do you feel about the book why don't we say that until okay. we get in well i mean i guess i could answer it now because we're, we're getting into it um i it's interesting in different ways. I think it it succeeds in some ways that the movie doesn't, and the movie improves on it in some ways. Okay. It's very, very much tied to Lara Jean's perspective. And so the Josh character probably comes off much worse in the movie because of that, mm. whereas the Peter character comes off better in the movie because of that, I think. Okay. Because you feel it. Yeah, yeah, you feel it with her. It continues like that in the second one. But why aren't you catching up? Or are you just not into it? Or are you afraid? Fear's the mind killer. You got to get no, on I've been, that. I've just been fucking busy, man. <laughs> okay. No, I, I'm like, I don't know, two thirds of the way through. I, I wanted to get to the ski trip to see if anything else like was different there. But unfortunately, mm. I get there. You're, you're like, can the book version be as hot as the movie version? I really wanted to get to... Margot's reaction when she finds out about Josh because I feel like in the movie that's played oddly but let's get into that right now let's do opening statements um oh, no. anyone want to go first no Crystal does no he does spoiler alerts by the way for to all the boys I've loved before uh, like if you're listening to this you have seen this movie you've seen on this Netflix. movie twice 
All right, I'll go first. Yeah. Um, cute movie. I think you can never go wrong with the, uh, you know, we're only pretending to be dating, but oh shit, we're falling in for each other type of concept. I think mm-hmm. this movie pulls it off nicely. Peter Kavinsky is a much better dude than Glenn Powell and set it up, I think. And Lara Jean, she's an interesting and idiosyncratic character that has like real odd quirks and flaws and isn't just kind of like a cipher for the people to viewers to project themselves onto. I kind of wish it had like double the budget when they were making mm-hmm. this. Uh, and then it came out in the theater. But at least, I don't know, this feels like a real movie and not like a direct-to-video thing like a lot of those other Netflix jobs. Hmm. And that's all. Okay. Crystal? Um, I feel the same way. I think it was cute. I think the big thing about Laura Jean is that she she does feel like a real person. Like, it's a strong character, but you can relate to her. And it feels like a real relationship movie. It's not, like, unattainable, not I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's not, like, an unattainable thing, which I think is why everyone's, like, latching onto it so hard. So that's why I loved it, personally. And a lot of her like inner thoughts and like, you know, talking to people when they're not in the room, you know, like her little imaginative things. That's that's real as fuck. All right, Marco. I am just so excited to like talk about this movie because I really I kind of like sped read the two the books the day that it was coming out. So I'm kind of fuzzy on the second one. But like gird your loins. I'm so excited to talk about. This oh, you've really read them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, I was inspired by you, and then somehow I overtook <laughs> you there. Um, but yeah, this movie, like you both said, it's it's such a real, like, I feel like in some places, psychologically healthy relationship depicted here. At the same time, it's like there's a love triangle, but it's lopsided. It's like an isosceles triangle of love. I visually, like, watching it the second time, I was so overcome by, like, what a modern, like, Wes Anderson vibe to some of the camera angles, to some of the acting. I kind of liked the the precious world that these characters live in, which I guess is kind of also Oregon maybe. Um, yeah, it's Oregon. But yeah, the, the, yeah, the you, best you thing the about address at one point. Yeah. Um, but like the best thing about this movie is just the casting directors got in the fucking lab and they just stirred up some chemistry between these two leads. Um, I mean, they're just fucking great together. And I love that you have the, like I said, the emotional health, the honesty of it all, but like at the same time for a for, contrived force romance, romantic comedy there's a little bit of banter but it's not like in a Cary Grant Catherine Hepburn way where they're just like it's coming out of like the heat of antagonism and so I just I fucking love this movie I love these characters talk about their emotions I love how cute they are and I don't usually find anything cute and I love it there's no like you know what your problem is like kind of psychological analysis amongst them so I could go watch this a third time fourth time there's a tiny bit of that yeah but it's not as bad as everything else it's it's not as tropey you know it's not like she has to go stop peter kaminsky from getting on that airplane or anything like that um really she's just got to kind of overcome the walls within herself to let him in all right well let's do our top moments i have three no one has honorable mentions crystal i guess not i have three okay, okay. i was okay. told three okay we normally do three all right that's fair. I don't know. I guess for me in general, the movie kind of had like a nice flow to it, but there were only a few that kind of stood out to me specifically that I wanted to highlight. I'm just going to back away from like my 10 moments, but yeah, let's do three. Yeah. All right. What do you got? Uh, am I going first? Yeah. 
Uh, number three, uh, this should be higher. Like all of these should be like number one for me, but it's the hand in pocket scene. Just the the marching through the school. He's got his hand in her pocket, which is on her ass. Uh, and he spins her around and they just they flow into each other so perfectly, which was like, I guess, ad libbed by him on the set. Just the spinning of her. Uh, and then it's it's all hips. The camera is just right there at the center of like their cores. And he's reaching his back pocket, handing there, handing her the note. Crotches are lined up. Like it's so I don't know for me it was like so effortlessly effectively hot, um, and just so I don't know cute about their coming together that I it worked on me. So our listeners can't see, but Crystal's been nodding satisfied like, through this entire. <laughs> it's the moment. cutest scene. I mean, that's not one of my top three, but it's it's adorable because it's oh, like then just, the hottest thing. Yeah. Well, then just like her her voiceover is just like it's weird and somewhat off putting to be congratulated for doing nothing more than accepting a note. And having an ass pocket for someone to stick their hand into. Oh, Lord Jean. All right, I think it's your turn, Crystal. Oh, gosh. Let me look. Okay, should I go? (laughs) No, I've got it. I'm trying to think of... I think line number three is the diner scene with her dad. Because I feel Mm -hmm. like they get through some emotional shit right there. Mm-hmm. any diner scene basically i loved but this one especially oh, where they listen to tears or fears exactly mm-hmm. i thought that was such like a cute moment i mean i like the dad so i don't know i just thought that was cute it's not related to the romance but i think it really pushes her to like get where she needs to be i agree that's my number four by the way mm-hmm. benji um uh, my number three is the hot tub scene uh i don't know i just like the uh the complicated romance of it so you weren't aroused by this? By the hot tub scene? Yeah. Not really. I mean, I don't know. Dude. It's... What? I mean, how can you not be? Yeah, seriously. I guess it's more romantically aroused. I don't know. Um... <laughs> Your heart had a boner. <laughs> That's so cute. I mean, I guess if if I were a girl, like the shots where, where he's just kind of like leaning back and he's got his arms on the side. Yeah. That, I mean, Yeah. I I can see what where you're going with there because mm-hmm. he, he kind of uh, like he knows he's playing with like two aces basically you know he's just like when yeah, this I, when this I, all I goes it. wrong later like I want everyone to know it's the if I were a girl that's, <laughs> that's when I started to feel real shitty yeah it's what? okay to feel it's okay to feel Boy, well, no, I just, if if I, <laughs> if I were attracted to men if you're attracted to yeah. Peter Kavinsky is what you're saying yeah okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I thought that scene was super hot, and I can't say that I was like coming away from it like wanting to bone Peter Kaminsky. I, guess I mean, it's just they're in high school, so maybe some know. light like frotage if you just kept talking to me. Oh. But like, Laura Jean is super hot in that too. It's, it feels weird mm-hmm. to say because she's playing a teenager, but you know what I mean. Mm. Yeah, well, I think it's fine. She's in her twenties, right? Yeah, it's like twenty-one also, maybe. Condor is a very cool last name. Mm-hmm. Who has that last name? Lana Condor. Oh, she does, right? Okay, Laura Jean. All right. Uh, I'm sorry, Marco. Jesus. <laughs> I thought I was going to be the one to fuck up. I feel like you should just get into like the uh, the bleeping out of things. Mm-hmm. Like get people real curious when they listen to like, what are we saying that's getting bleeped out? Did all right. Um, do that? Well, this is all going in there then. No oh, shit. Like uh, there's two that I really want to do here, but the one I'm going to do is the contract scene just because Again, I'm saying this way too many times. It's adorable, like just as them kind of figuring out the 
what this is going to be for them. And it kind of reminded me of like the start of a, a lot of relationships. You know, here's what I'm comfortable with versus here's what I need. Um, and after they've like both drawn up their contracts and signs it and like, I love this signed it. And so she wants to then shake hands and he just kind of like laughs at like how like, like, like formal she is. Yeah. All right. Crystal, your number two. Number two would be the diner scene between them. Um, mm-hmm. It was a toss up between that and the contract one, but the diner one, I love her like body language in that one because she's completely like, I think she has like the most expressive face ever. Yeah. And so just the scene of when it like, it's like the shot over head. Like, first comes in. Yeah. Like this one. Oh, okay. And she's like angrily like sticking her straw into the soda. Okay. Like I just, I love that. And then you see like, he's like you disappointed. You can just watch her fingers the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, wait, I'm not the only one that got letters. Like, I don't know. He just, that's when you realize that he's like into this. Which, you know, I feel his hurt, but also like, Go for it, Laura Jean. Yeah. Get there. All right. Uh, my number two scene would be when the, the song sisters hug it out after, I guess it's after like the whole sex tape business with Instagram and whatnot. Mm. They, they finally have their conversation and Margo and Laura Jean make up and, you know, talk about how she didn't want to talk to Margo on Skype because she didn't want to lie to her. That was a nice scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Marco. <sighs> Come on, number one. It's the hot tub, of course, of course. Oh, interesting. Um, it starts with like Peter sulking in his bubbles, and then like it ends with like the steamiest fucking makeout of all time. Yeah, mm. yeah. I, I don't need to say anything else. I'm just now. I'm listener knows I'm just nodding my head. Yeah, I was gonna say, what more do you need to say about that scene? Mm-hmm. Indeed, Crystal. Number one. Same. Same, really? Yeah. Wow. So that was the odd, odd one. Out yeah. Huh. Seriously. I mean, I think, I think everyone's talking about the hot tub scene. Honestly, are they? Yeah. Everyone. Okay. Talking about it. I really feel like they are. It's just so like, I, I mean, it's sexy, but also kind of innocent because they have like that whole conversation, and she's not like in some like string bikini. She's in her yeah. nightgown, you know, and she just kind of like slowly, which is hotter. In. It is hot. hot. Mm-hmm. There's like there's a there's a moment, and they know because like it's when she kind of mm-hmm. turns. And like she pulls the nightgown up just for a moment to put her legs in. And he's like, I see that. Yeah. How did this not make it move for you, Benjo? Come on. Because they're high school students. I don't know. It's, I'm not attracted okay. to them. I'm like, I want to be doing that. Mm-hmm. And that's why you get turned on. Yeah. I'm not yeah. like a, hot for high schoolers. Okay. <laughs> well. You heard it here first. That's going to be the full quote. <laughs> Internet celebrity Crystal Pearson is not hot. For high school students, there are worse things for people to know about me. So well, now I wonder if my number one is just like lame now. I don't know. I my number one is the scene where Peter and Lara Jean are talking about their parents after she has dinner at uh, his mom's house. Oh, that's a good one. Just because I don't know. That was like was when they got real. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You can like get some it. teasing from me, but not some hate. Because again, I had ten fucking moments from this mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> Can I throw out one honorable mention since I do have 10 moments? The fucking, like, the talk about, like, the phones. Like, the, you got to take this picture of me and, like, put it on your phone, you know, your, as your lock screen or whatever. And I just love the, like, well, what about you? And he's like, girl, I already got you covered. You know that. That was very sexy. Which also, good, like, thumb work, Peter Kaminsky, because you don't even see him doing that. Mm. Yeah. 
do teenagers do that? I had questions about like the accuracy of what teenagers do. This movie has me questioning a lot of things that teens are doing, like H on C. Oh, it's like H on C or something. I got this. I got this, guys. Okay. Let's look that up. I don't know. I I feel like I, I. I have it, yeah, but so <laughs> I feel like I've yeah. learned as a writer that uh, you just don't even have to care about what teens actually do. You just make. Can it we up. go through this though? Because yeah, sure, I feel ahead. like okay, so H on B. What do we think? Hand on butt. Okay, I think a lot or or boob. Hand on boob. Hand yeah. on boob. Okay. okay, okay. I think I think I like that the first two are hand. Yeah, handsy. Mm-hmm. The three there's three hands. There's H on C. I mean, which is like, did we go from like PG to like? I mean. You could say crotch or you could say cock. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I Is there any other the C? One. It could be. Oh, oh there's I, some C's. Oh, there's another there's one. There's some C's. Yeah. Like really dirty. Yeah. I don't think a girl would say that. Well, she didn't say it. She said C. Yeah, but still, like nobody would. And then H up and down on P. C, that's what I mean. Yeah. Okay. And then T on C. That was the one that I was like, what the fuck? Okay, so T on C. Yeah, T, yeah, T on C made a lot of sense to me. That's the first one. That'd that be I more like an M on C, though. What's well, T on C? But tongue T on... on. Come on. Can we, are we all afraid to say it? Clitoris. Is that no, what No, it it's cock. <laughs> you are a sexist bastard. It should be tongue on clitoris. Yeah. No, but she just said hand up and down on P. So I feel like that's the. In their code, they would just use P for that. I don't think it's gender exclusive, though. Yeah. That's a really confusing code in that case. So, so the question is: I feel like they should be, be saying, "Are you D, like though? jerking him off?" And then is he going down on you? D would make much more sense for all these, like H on D, T on D. Like that makes I think way it was more sense. meant to be confusing. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I feel like they probably had a conversation on set where it's like, "Okay, everyone, like so and so wants the D. That's a joke. We can't use the D." We I gotta... feel like they should have thrown in like a Z just to really throw everyone off. Hey, what's the Z you on your what, body? If you don't know what a Z job is, you're you not ready for it. Job. <laughs> Damn it! Is that a thing? <laughs> if you have to ask, you're not ready for it. What? Fine. All right. So all the Z jobs I loved before. <laughs> Any complaints? Uh, I have a few, but I'll let you guys go first. I have a couple. Okay. Should Both I say them? Yes. Go for it. Um, well, I don't know if this is rude. No. Okay. I'll start with a different one. I think my <laughs> biggest complaint was the fact that aside from Laura Jean and Peter, I didn't really like characters in this movie. Mm. Like there weren't a lot of people where I was like, this is cute. Like they seemed like miles ahead of the other characters. Like, mm. What about Even, Chris? Who the fuck? Her, her like, uh, my girl Willa's little sister, best friend? No, no. No? She was no. really annoying. Oh, wow. She had eyeliner under, which, like, also, has no business here. Subway show. Yeah, what the hell? Okay. Like, yeah, that, that is she, demerit. Is she, like, fucking a guy who works at Subway? She has Subway emojis. Also, can we? Yeah, seriously, she has Subway emojis. And can yeah. also, can I just throw in a how dare you, my girl Willa reference? She's no my girl Willa. It's just my girl Willa's little sister. Will is like, what's up with the subway thing then all of a sudden? Like, why are you skipping school for like delicious 12 inches? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Any other complaints, Crystal? Yeah, but I don't know. (laughs) You can say them. It's a podcast. It's like a casting thing, though. No, go for it. Be mean. So the little sister, Mm -hmm. she's 15. Mm. And I just like... 
well we'll get into this with like the characters but i just didn't feel like she did a good job yeah i just i really didn't think she did a good job i just i wasn't into it that was like a big complaint of mine and then janelle Parrish, as much as i love her she's too fucking old Mm. it was like very she's too recognizable like it felt out of place to me Mm. and i know you guys disagree but it's fine I, I guess I didn't think of it that much. I don't know. Can I just say, I think, um, what's her name? Like Anne Cathcart or whatever, the, the girl who plays Kitty. Part of her problem is that she is written like the sitcom breakout character. She's Michelle Tanner. Yeah. No, she's not. How dare you? Well, she, but I think somebody in this creative process thought that she was going to be Michelle Tanner. Mm-hmm. Um, she tries too hard. To or be at like least a Jody Sweeten. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's like a a caricature of of she's Anne caricature of a uh, precocious little sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I have a couple of complaints. Um, big complaint. Josh and Peter look too similar. Yes. Yes. Like, I guess Josh kind of has this like weird like Rami Malek thing going on occasionally, but most of the time, him and Peter look way too similar. They're both like dudes with these kind of like short kind of like curly hair things going on like like short curls or whatever you know and they've got big eyebrows and it's just like you couldn't like have cast anyone who looks a little bit different or like maybe give peter some frosted tips or something just so we know who we're frosted seeing tips. Frosted. I don't know. this Dude. is not 2001 i was there fine so let me okay let me let me reverse engineer this by the end of the movie i feel like i'm fist bumping in the hallway with peter kavinsky like i'm all i'm all on this guy he's cool but like by the time we get to the track scene, I thought there was like five identical looking boring dudes. Mm. Like I don't know why. Like it some reason like Peter Kaminsky didn't like the dude didn't like the what's his name? Mark Ruffalo Jr. didn't like pop out to me. He kinda looks like like if uh Hayden Christensen and Rachel Bilson had a kid. Didn't Whoa. they? Maybe that is the kid. Oh shit. Wasn't there like a lot of like PLL fan fiction where what's her name was like uh the Paley baby from the future, Sydney. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's like that. Yeah. <laughs> After Jumper, I want you two to stick together and make a baby. What was her great line? I can't think of it right now. God, I'm, I'm so rusty on PLL. Mm. But yeah, yeah, I would, I would totally agree with the. I mean, just the general bland nature of of Hollywood bros, like. Eventually, I don't well, know. They needed to do something like like Josh wears a hat all the time whatever. or something. Yeah, well, like steer more into his boring Bonavere like wannabe mm-hmm. status. Also, his high school existence seems so bleak. Is Bonavere yeah. like a reference? Five years too late. Maybe. Uh, it's not great. Mm-hmm. All right, I have one more complaint. Mm. Here we go. This is going to be an annoying, bingy, pretentious complaint, but I have to make it. I feel like there was like $20 in the budget for photography in this movie. So they just shot everything with the same lens that came with the camera. Like everything is shot in like this 30 millimeter, like slightly wide view. And it's distracting after a while. Yeah. And you can tell they, they've shot on location everywhere because the lighting's a little bit weird. Like it's, you can tell they don't have lights up above, uh, which, you know, it's low budget. So I forgive a lot, but I, I wish they had like one more lens they could use it's very low budget and i think you kind of feel it in the um the airport scene oh yeah it's oh, like a bus terminal one. or something yeah yeah it, that's really bad but like i said it's just the framing alone it's very wes anderson like i 
I was even like looking at the cinematographer because I'm like, I'm sure that this had to be like an assistant to the camera person. <laughs> on, even, like, even Wes Anderson goes for, or something. Wes Anderson goes for like a different lens every once in a while, though. Like, I feel like yeah. it got distracting after all watching this. Yeah, it had that kind of just lame or same uh, like wide flatness mm-hmm. in places, especially because they they're really trying to not to do like shot reverse shot. And so it's a lot of like the cameras looking at you where the other person would be in the shot. And when when they're cutting a lot, it gets distracting, like when they're at the dinner table. Well, so like the dinner table scene, we'll, I'm sure we'll get there in like 10 minutes. I could probably mm-hmm. say this, but like clearly I feel like John Corbett came in, like did his coverage like weeks later. Like sad dad seems so distant. Like he is so clearly like not in the shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it like affects the energy. But like at times when there's multiple characters in the scene, it, it looks okay. But then like there were certain like close-ups where the coverage was just like, I don't know, like lovingly perfect. And it was kind of odd to me to like go back and forth between the two. Anyway. Uh, should All we right. get into this movie? Let's get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me kick us off with a question. Hmm. Um, there's a, a hypothetical presented as a, a way of showing us that Lara Jean and Josh Sanderson are like, you know, on the same wavelength. Would you rather only drink water for the rest of your life or drink, be able to drink anything you wanted, but there's a tiny bit of pee in it? Who's going to go first? You are. Um, I am a big fan of water. <laughs> I hate, I hate most drinks. So this is like so easy for me. Plus you would be so healthy if you only drank water. I want mm. everyone's answer to be water or I'm going to like cut you off. <laughs> you go first uh well let me give two answers one of them is water mm-hmm. duh the other is i am sure at this point in your life you hypothetical listener out there you've probably drank pee and didn't realize it so what a weird answer it's true <laughs> though and now i'm disgusted mm-hmm. have you ever been in a public pool or somebody's pool or yeah but ocean? i don't drink in the water <laughs> well still something got me Mm. It wasn't the water. <laughs> hmm. I guess I'll just say water then. I don't know. It's tough. Like no, no gin and tonics. Piss and tonics. I mean, I'm trying to drink more water, but I don't know if I'd want to drink only water. I love water. Noted. <laughs> it would be great if we could then drag you out to bars so we could all order drinks and then you could go up to the bar Benji and be like um water please Mm-mm. I don't like the question yeah. anyway use your question. question this was your icebreaker <laughs> I don't know if any of us are compatible with our answers I have some unanswerable questions at the end that we'll get to but uh yeah let's get into it it, it opens with uh this weird like in a field of grass or something obviously green screen this dude with his like dorky suspenders boy are you not a female okay would you like to describe it crystal i'm just saying i've pictured this exact scene a thousand really oh yeah are you kidding me do you read romance novels no okay but i watched bbc uh like yesterday but you know like okay so those suspenders they they work for you this is the only time that he's attractive to mm. me. But I think there's a very similar scene like this in Pride and Prejudice, the Kira mm-hmm. Knightley one. So that's like kind of what I picture. Mm. Maybe I'm just weird like Laura Jean, but come on, guys. Look at her. 
She's beautiful. She looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like I almost want to go back and watch those those trash X Men movies for the one she's in, the she two is. she's going to be in. Yeah, she's Jubilee. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, for like two seconds. And she's on some sci fi show that's going to come out that I'm sure I'm going to hate, but like I'm going to watch it because she's in it. She's fantastic. Um, I feel like if we went back and listened to the episode on Breaking Dawn Part One, I mean, if you guys want to go do that, like. This, doesn't that probably start the same way with some kind of dream sequence in a fucking field? I Although, think, like, eating yeah. a... Is she already a vampire? No, she's a vampire at the end of that movie. But there's, like, I think Eclipse they open when they're in a field. They're okay. always in a field. Yeah. I don't know. Lots of fields. And she's like, hey, Edward, here's my grandmother. Oh, shit, no, it's actually me. That is Eclipse, yeah. And yeah. then, like, Jacob hits her in the face of a pillow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'll be I just don't better. understand why this is green screened. I mean, maybe they couldn't go on location, but anyway. So yeah, so Laura Jean is like a third of the way through this book, The Forbidden Kiss. And they're already like doing field stuff. But what do you think the plot of The Forbidden Kiss is? Is he he's basically like Wesley to Buttercup, I guess, right? Mm, as you wish. <laughs> so how far has your sexual relationship gone? Is it you've been doing some Wesley's to the Buttercup? Have you been doing an inconceivable yet? That would make more sense. Yeah. Inconceivable. All right. Uh, so the movie opens. We get the basic intro of Josh Sanderson, who's dating older sister Margot. Lara Jean's obviously in love with him. The whole concept, the five letters that she writes to guys she's in love with, she'll, she- she'll stop being in love with them. She is making such intense eyes at Josh when he comes over. There is no way you could like accidentally look over and like perceive that as anything innocent. This is why later when Margo is just like, you're in love with Josh. It's like, how did you not notice? Yeah, you're her it's like, sister. bitch, can you see? <laughs> yeah. And why are you annoyed? I don't know. We'll get to that. Um, John Corbett is a dad. Hey, <laughs> recast John Corbett. I, I feel like bigger Regent budget. Corbett? Bet? Corbet? I don't know. What is this fucker's name? Are you saying Corbett? Is it Are you saying C-O-R-B-E-T? Corbett? Is it Corbett? It's Corbet, it's, right? I thought it was Corbet. It sounds like it should be Corbet. Corbet sounds... Like Colbert. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I feel like they could have done better. I don't, you don't like think he's sexy? No. I mean, I was never right. a Sex and the City fan, so I'm, I'm out oh, on I've Chris never, Noth and this guy. I've never seen Sex and the City, so... Oh. This guy's know. brand new to me. He's brand new, I, and you yeah. were like, "Yeah, this guy." Of course, I can't yeah. rate them as boyfriends on Sex in the City. But first of all, John Corbet is way hunkier than Chris Knopf. Chris Knopf is weird. Mm-hmm. I feel like if they had a bigger budget, they could have cast someone better. Like I don't know who. I thought he was fun. Fun. Yeah, I think he. I think he gets the fun. Was I think I really in, liked him by the end. Was he in the Girl Next Door? Or is that a different guy? Are you thinking of the Oliphant? Or not? That's right. The boy next door. Oh yes, he's in the boy next yeah, door. Yeah, I just he's, don't like he's this the guy. X. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not a fan. I feel like he's too old too. He should be a little bit younger. I, I feel like if they had like a huge budget, this would be either Ron Livingston or Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, that'd be a good dad. Mm-hmm. Well, that would be a little too hunky, I think. Like John, I don't know John Corbett. Can he not be too hunky? Like John Corbett comes off like just like the biggest saddest dork in this, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like by the end it works. All 
Also, that like meteor rock of like fucked up Korean food that he's popping on that table <laughs> looks gross. <laughs> also, those are huge pieces of cabbage. Yeah, I'm not a fan. These are the things I noticed on the second watch. Yeah, shouldn't there be kimchi? Racist. What's going on there? No, in the book. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> They're Korean. <laughs> I, I know they are, but <laughs> I know they are. It was just funny the way you said it. I don't have context, okay? okay? Anyways, I what like is that. What is isn't there? Well, that's cabot. You mean this whole thing yeah. here? It could be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like Josh Sanderson. I just need to get that out of the way. I hate Josh I, this Sanderson. Guy, this guy sucks. Mm-hmm. But I can't place why I hate him so much. I can I can tell you why. I mean, it's, I do, but I don't. It's when he walks up with her letter on the track. He has this look on his face, like he's so fucking emotional. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Like. Why are you so freaked out? He's just like, oh my god, he wrote this letter. There's a whole like, what is going on with this like bullshit? Other movie starring the Josh character, and it's trash. Uh, there's one moment where I like Josh towards the end, and I feel like if he's not being affirmative to Laura Jean at the end, it's because he's also about to like come out to her. Um, I was yeah, going to say that. Really? Yeah, I was like, like don't, you get, gay. That, don't yeah. you get that vibe? No, I did not get that vibe really? at all. Like that's he's, he's the he one who took that video and posted it. Yeah, I think as soon as he gets to college, gay. Mm. No, I, I, this guy's got like weird nice guy stalker written all over him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we already discussed. Brought to you by Subway. You guys didn't like Chris, huh? I that's well, I don't know what Marco thinks. I don't like her. Uh, she just seemed like a generic compilation of these characters. Mm. I also don't get the impression. I mean, supposedly they're best friends, but I don't get the impression that they're like too close because first they of even all, know each other. Yeah. Yeah. She's like hanging out with her little sister on a Saturday night or whatever. You know, like I don't think she and Chris really hang out. No, because Chris is apparently like getting like subway at like an EDM concert all night or something. Chris is like a like a she's got to be like an undercover reporter, like infiltrating this high school. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I was uh, waiting for you to talk. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I liked Chris. Sorry, I felt she, like she had some some spunk. I figured. The, the one thing I like about the P question is that it's this like litmus test to show like how I don't know like lame they are. Josh changes. Yeah, well, how lame Josh is to like mm-hmm. he just does whatever Margot says. I mean, I don't know. Where it depends on where it is in the relationship. You might just have to, you know, make some adjustments. Say mm. things that you don't mean. Sure. All right. Some insight into uh, <laughs> your head there. Interesting. Benjamin Light's like, who am I? I am whoever you want me to be. It's not sexy. No. Also, my favorite sex move is the hello, my name is Anigo Montoya. <laughs> <What the fuck>? <laughs> <laughs> How do you like her boots? Love I them. feel like these are like too fashionable to be made fun of. Yeah, seriously, girl, it looks like the Jen should be wearing them with her choker and stuff. It looks like yeah. she would be the one wearing them too. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, it they don't look like like I feel like those boots are always in fashion. Mm-hmm. Like they're just black boots with heels. Like it's not like uh, bell bottoms or something. You know? Can we rewind? to like just how much I hate Josh and like when Marco's leave 
leaving for the airport, he's just out there chilling by the trunk of his car, mm-hmm. hoping to catch a glimpse of her. Like, he had to know like this was coming, right? He's always taking like mysterious trash bags out of the trunk of his car or something. I was going to say, he's like only taking out the trash this whole movie. Mm, body parts. <laughs> and he is the trash. Kind of like Margot. Dumping the trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. The, the scenery has the ticket. And she's like, you already paid for this? Ouch. Burn. <laughs> Could have handled that better, Margot. Non-refundable. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really like when the whole, like, you know, Margot's not the one who, like, she's not the girl who's going to turn around. I was like, I really kind of want the Margot spinoff so bad because that's also my love for Jenna Parrish. But, like, I feel like she's just going to go have, like, the most savage of love lives in, like, Scotland. You're saying she's going to eat the haggis? Dude. Yeah. The... She's going to show those sheep bucket the thing or two. It's gone pretty blue. The T on H? Is that what it is? T on H, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she's going to maybe not like do a lot of Highlander stuff, but there's going to be some Lowlander stuff for sure. All right, well, let's see. So everyone gets the letters. So I have to ask, when I first watched this the night it came out, did they have the scene where the little sister goes into her room and looks all sneaky like she's going to yep. take the box letters? Yeah. Yep. I would swear that wasn't in there. Okay, maybe I just forgot you it. You think they just added it in? Yeah, I was no, like, what the no, fuck? Was that there before? Okay. Yeah. I was like, this isn't a surprise letter. I just wrote my notes, and it was, it was the thing I couldn't remember to put my finger on. The thing about Chris is that she is basically Natasha Leone slash Bijou Phillips slash Portia Doubleday smashed into one. I think that was Is that a bad generic- thing? Well... Sometimes you can have too much. Hmm, okay. Oh, that's a good point. Sorry, my girl Willa's little sister. I just hate you so much for ruining hmm. the heights of my girl Willa. When um, they when they do the flashback to spin the bottle, uh, mm-hmm. I guess it's the young Genevieve, the look on her face when yes, yes. Laura Jean and Peter kiss is super hilarious. Just, just like fucking shocked. I can't believe this is like the moment where she hated Laura Jean for like a spin the bottle. Mm-hmm. This is like her, like Bruce Wayne's parents have just been murdered in the alleyway. <laughs> she's going to dedicate her life to it. But yeah, I wrote down like, geez, that actress has such a great, like just mouth agape <gasps> face. Okay, so uh, I, I'm curious. I feel like uh, this is a good topic of discussion. Metaphorically playing spin the bottle here. Uh, has any whoa. of us ever played spin the bottle? I have not. I have not either. Marco? Yes. Really? Oh. Mm-hmm. When? I've been us. to a party or two. When? Like how old? <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I was in a field. Mm-hmm. I was like, look at that. Um, high school once and then like later, ironically, at like an older party. Hmm. It was very weird. It was very weird because uh, it was a party where like it was like a core group of friends and they all brought like their cliques. And so somehow this game started and like a bunch of strangers were kissing people, but it was like awkward and not at all sexy. And yeah. Did you uh, kiss anyone? He went to an orgy is what he's trying Mm -hmm. to say. Mm -hmm. We were all wearing masks. Um, The password was Fidelio. Yeah. I think Um, the closest I could come to this is like a truth or dare game once, I suppose. I've never done any of that. Uh, it It was weird. I was kind of like there was like a party downstairs in my house in college and I kind of like drifted in and out. And at one point somebody got dared to suck on my finger. So they did. Was it, was it creepy Dan? <laughs> no, no, it was a girl. Oh, okay. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was that for you? 
it was wet. Oh God. I'm well, okay. So good. Sure. I don't know why I'm telling you this. Anyway. Because you're drinking. Mm-hmm. Are you what are you drinking? You know, just just beer. I have some wine. If I'm I not out. drinking, I'm drinking water because I don't want piss in it. Mm. <laughs> you don't know what you're gonna Joke's find on in Benjamin's fridge. <laughs> Stop. Good God. Anyways, but your movie. IPA tastes weird. Yeah, it does. Ew. Um, I think Peter's a really good boyfriend to Jen in this one moment in the hallway. I got to say, because even though she's a fucking hurricane, like he's defending her. He won't engage Flora Jean when she like throws some shit back at her. After, like, I don't Jen, call like, that being a away. good boyfriend. That's I feel like he's just like he's a good representative. Uh, allow me to not this nightmare that he's dating. Allow yeah. me to not piss off anyone. You know, and just kind of extricate myself from the situation. I say he's not making the situation worse. You know, he's he's trying to defend her in a way that's also like not excusing her. Mm-hmm. No one would ever text had a subway craving and then like running emoji subway emoji heart smiley face. I certainly would not. I hate subway. Yeah, subway's gross. Can I? Can I? Since you have so many questions, Benji, can I jump in with one? Sure. Did you guys have a period in high school where it was like that come lunchtime, you didn't have a crowd, you didn't have a tribe, you didn't have a, a people to associate with? And where did you go to eat if you were in that situation? Um, I suppose the very beginning of my freshman year. I mean, I guess there was a while where I'd just go to like the computer room to like play, you know, Doom or whatever. But that was about it. Like I started out hanging out in the yearbook room for too mm-hmm. long. Mm-hmm. I Personal? never I have I've had the same tribe since eighth grade and I still have that tribe. So I did not have this problem. You're just like, what? I was insanely popular <laughs> with four people. Yeah. Okay. No, but I think we did like because I was on the yearbook staff, too. And we did like eat lunch in there sometimes. And there were just like, you know, it was like a group of different students from my year. So that's probably where I would have gone. Yearbook. Mm. OK. All the coolest kids hang out in the yearbook room. Mm-hmm. It's true. Marco. Um, I didn't have this problem, I think, the first three years of high school, and then I switched high schools for my senior year. So uh, I'll just say, like, the first six months of that were intensely, debilitatingly lonely. So Sanderson-ing up, huh? Yeah, I was I was doing a lot of, like, I'd do that thing where I would walk with, like, one earbud in my ear, and then I'd see somebody, and I'd pull the earbud up, and then just, like, stare at them intensely until so they... You have, like, this weird away. puppy dog look on your eyes, like, oh, my God. Oh, shit. I'm practicing mine right now. Um, I don't think I've ever done the thing that you only see in movies and TV shows where like I ate on the toilet yeah, in a stall disgusting. just to avoid people. Yeah, would, they do that so often in the movies and it's like I would never. That was on Full House too. Stephanie did that. I don't I don't want food entering the bathroom at all. Like, no. Not even like you, the counter. In the, you know, jerk ourselves off, talk about PLL. In our rewatch of PLL, the thing that almost ruined that show for me was that time that Arya had a mental breakdown on the bathroom floor <laughs> in season three? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we covered that. Yeah, that still haunts me. I would mm-hmm. never sit that on the That was my dollhouse. Yeah. Okay. How do we feel about Kitty putting on her little helmet in the car? I think it's funny. That's yeah. the one credit that I really? will give her. Yeah. Hmm. Like, that car scene was funny. What a commit to the bit. Like, has that been in her backpack all day? In the Why book, didn't you do it on the drive to school? In the she book, did. she actually does get in a car accident. Okay. She did wear it. She ran back in the house to grab her um, helmet. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Okay, so here's my other question. Honestly, how did Josh, how did a Josh ever get a Margot? Please explain that. They live next door. And he's, she seems very... Um, worn down by him? Not worn down, no. More like... Was he, was he boomboxing outside? <laughs> no. <laughs> she's She's got a lot on her plate and probably like doesn't have time to go out and find romance. And so I feel like he's just kind of like, hey, we should go out. And she's like, sure, I've got like 10 other things to do. I'll slot you in. And I feel like they didn't beca- even became have like that a conversation. convenient relationship. Don't you think they were just hanging out and they just kind of kept hanging out in a dating way? Like, because they were next door to each other, like, and they already hung out with Laura Jean. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. They were each other's like first King Humperdinck, which is a whole other sex move. I just, I like, I picture like him doing the boombox moment, but like playing like a, like a Bonavera song outside her bedroom. I think he's too lame to even do a boombox. I think the Bonavera thing is entirely because he has a hoodie on in that scene. Does he wear hoodies? Uh, In that one scene he does. No, I mean, does Bonavera wear hoodies? I think so. I don't know. I don't actually know who Bonavera is. I was saying, honestly, who knows? Well, first of all, I don't think there's a, a Bonavera. He's a singer. Isn't it mem- isn't it the, the band? Is it a band? I think yeah. it's the band, wow, but it's so like old. one guy. Who's named Bonnie Ver? I think. Or is he like Bon and the Avers? No, it's just Bonnie Ver. Okay. I should say, despite the uh wide angle lens, which gets annoying, I do really like the kind of visual style of this movie with like the color palette. Mm-hmm. A lot of like kind of like teals and turquoises and, mm-hmm. and yellows and whatnot. Well, and, and the color scheme is interesting because like Laura Jean clearly changes her color when she transitions from the josh to the peter phase of her life like she goes from a blue to like a very passionate red mm. um also i was looking at lana condor like apparently super intensely to notice that um but like is that a good thing in high school when your high school boyfriend is like beloved by your family including your sad single parent dad you eh, could do worse i guess i don't know i mean I, I think she always knew she was gonna bounce this guy when she went to college so but her mom told her to mm-hmm what was it like uh, things that you don't need? You throw away, recycle, or, mm-hmm. or cut the head off of? Yeah. Oh. Um, the faint yeah, so, is a little cliche, but I like it. I was going to do people faint as much as they do in movies because I've never so. fainted. And I'm a very anxious person, so I would I mean, assume that I, I faint. I suppose I've been like passed out once when I like went on a went off a bike jump and like totally ate shit. But that's mm-hmm. the only time I can think of. Okay. I mean, I've I've been like knocked out once. How? Uh, I tripped or mm. something, and I cracked my head open on a school trip to Yosemite. Yes. yes. Excellent. I feel like I think you did. You push him? No, but he you would have loved that, mm-hmm. Benjamin. Like, like because like there were stitches and everything. Was it? Is it like we have to keep you awake so you don't die? Um, I'm well, I mean, I'm pretty sure I passed it. No, no one was doing that. I don't think they were thinking about it at all. And then so after I was rushed to the doctor's office and given stitches in this completely strange doctor's office, the campsite had no real showers or bathrooms, you know? So like they had to take me to like a local men's gym and explain the situation to allow me to use the shower. (laughs) And so it was one of those like communal showers, like in a college, like where you have the stalls, but you can see everyone's feet. So I'll never forget, like not knowing how bad it was. And I'm like, this is, I'm sorry, everyone listening. This is super gross. So I think it would have been better if there were no stalls. It was just, so I'm I'm washing my hair and I don't know how bad it is. I don't know what's about to happen. So I'm washing my hair and just like blood, (laughs) just Mm. falling into this water and then just like drifting past me. 
Into yeah. the next stall, into the next stall, going to the and, drain. Yeah. And then all the other guys in the gym threw their tampons at you. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're like, ooh, where's all this blood coming from? So you're like really into blood. I'm not against it. I feel like you got really excited when he talked about Smash crashing. What do you call it? Cracking his head open. Cracking his head open, yeah. I can't talk. I feel like this maybe, is a little bit tacky a, to be talking maybe about. Maybe gesture directed to Why? me. It's his head. Well, no, in, in this movie, um, that's how her mom dies. What? Or they don't they don't say it, but in the she book, she has cancer. No, or wait, does do they say she has cancer in the movie? Yeah, really, I must have tuned that out. In the book, she like falls and hits her head, and and then it's like she's knocked out, and then she like recovers and she's lucid for like a little bit, and then she dies. I really thought she had cancer. They might have said that. Mm. I feel like somebody had cancer in this. Maybe John Corbett just tells the kids she had cancer because he's broken mm-hmm. from this moment. Um, also, we've kind of glossed over the backup cute where Laura Jean almost, not, well, they've already known each other, but like she almost runs over Peter. That's called pulling a Laura Bush right there. Did Laura Bush do that? Yeah. No, it's at an intersection, I think. Uh, well, still, Laura Bush like rear ended a guy to death. That sentence got away from me. Um, <laughs> That's cool. Anyway, so <laughs> I wanted to consent to adults. <laughs> I, I wanted to like Kitty only because there's a scene where she's 11 years old, supposedly telling her 16 year old sister that she's a fucking loser. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had to play cancel plans to humor her. Laura Bush with that fucking Joker face pegging the shit out of somebody. Why are you going to that? We're talking about you, Kitty. I know. I don't like Kitty. Sorry. Yeah, but so that's where you go instead. This is your happy place. You're like, I don't care what he's saying. I'm going to talk about the nasty stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm feeling very attacked. You're getting excited about my head cracking it's open. The, it's a very blue podcast. This will be our Patreon podcast. Mm-hmm. So the eight dollar level. Mm-hmm. So we were introduced to Lucas. I like Lucas. I love Lucas. He has like a weird name in the books. It's like Comp or something. What the hell? Did you guys look at the stamps on the envelopes? No. Peter has two stamps on his envelope. Josh's envelope has like five or six. Well, Laura Jean's like 10. She probably doesn't know anything about stamps. There were no stamps on the envelopes prior. Like she's addressed them, but there's no stamps. So Kitty went and just put a shit ton of post-its. Yeah, she she doesn't know what she's doing. It's like when Arthur Weasley had to mail something. I thought of that. Yeah, so Greenpoint, Oregon is where they're in. Interesting. I don't know where that is. It's on Ascot, Cravat. Yeah. Um, it's a silly moment but I noticed you can see Jenny Han like chilling as a chaperone in the flashback to Laura Jean and Lucas's dance oh I was wondering like there's a couple of moments where like some women pop up in this movie and I'm like is that like the author or is that the director or something like you seem mm-hmm. conspicuous mm-hmm. so she's in the at the dance she's one of the chaperones that they pass when they go to oh, okay I think I, dance I, floor. I think I see who it is yeah that's cool so that happens also, what, everyone was what? like clapping as they were dancing that happened in their minds, maybe. In their minds, I feel okay. like you could pull out three or four stories from your past, Crystal, where you've done that. <laughs> you this, started no, just start dancing, and people were cheering you on. I would love to think that. No, yeah. I dance in front of my dog. <laughs> True, dog cheers. He you loves on. it. I sing. I dance. He stares at me. She's got in a pretty intense room. I love her room. Like yeah. with all the like ivy on the walls and whatnot. It kind of reminds me of Paddington. <gasps> Mm, I thought mm. the same thing. Mm. That makes me so happy. I'm going to cry. So I think, Crystal, you said you like the like imaginary yes. people. I 
for some reason Nine I didn't fidelity. like it. I don't know why. Fidelity with these people. Maybe it's because it looks so green screen, but like it, I found it annoying. Well, I just mean it's like relatable. Like we've all had conversations with people in our head. Yeah, sure. Maybe it's because I don't like Josh. I don't like get out of your Josh. No, I mean, yeah. I, but I like well, the I, lying on the floor one. Mm-hmm. When Peter takes over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of reminded me in a little bit of a way of uh, Scott Pilgrim where he's like thinking about knives and then like he starts thinking about uh, what's her face. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead and then he starts thinking about knives. <laughs> How sad is it that I almost said Brie Larson? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Ramona. Ramona, yeah. yeah. Ramona Flowers? Ramona Flowers, yeah. I like the uh, pratfall out of the second story window. I feel like they actually did that. Like, that's not a stunt, per- or I mean, maybe a stunt person, but not, it's not like a dummy or anything, you know? But, mm-hmm. like, do people actually, I feel like people fall off roofs easily in movies, in movies and stuff. Yeah. Like, doesn't it hurt? <laughs> Probably. Because yeah. they just kind of shake it off. And like, I feel like I'd be like in bed for a IRL. Week. It's like she broke her yeah. neck and died. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Well, the rest, the rest of, of the dream. <laughs> John Corbett would be catatonic. <laughs> oh man. Let's not kill anyone else from his family. Yeah. You think you need to, like, like go you around your house now. and, like, Tighten up the safety or something. If you hate Kitty now, imagine she has to like feed her catatonic father like pudding or whatever. Oh god. Some of that yogurt. Yeah. Just all over his face. Um, so she like she like, you know, escapes by Josh by like biking over to the corner cafe. I really want to like read articles about how like teenagers are just adopting like the Laura Jean fashion. She's got this like I don't know, I don't usually notice like teen fashion, but like she's got this adorable like Clara Oswald thing, like fifties doo-wop Clara Oswald thing happening throughout. Um, so her fashion, if I may, mm-hmm. is very 70s slash 90s, which is like huge right now because basically all of her outfits are like in my shopping cart on Forever 21 as we speak. They're very, <laughs> very like 70s slash 90s, especially with like the creams and the mustards and the little skirt she's wearing. So I, I loved what, her clothes. What about like the hair ribbons? I feel like that was very 50s to my limited understanding of fashion. That was more 80s. Like okay. they had like bows like and ribbons and like like Heather's. They, uh, they had like big bows mm-hmm. in their hair. I mean, hers isn't that extreme, but I would say that's like 80s. Okay. It's Is working. This, would kids really go to a diner and order a soda? I would. This feels very 50s. But that is not. 50s. Yeah. Uh, do you remember all the times that we spent at Denny's? Well, yeah, we got like French fries too, though. Yeah, soda and French fries. Yeah, we really, mm-hmm. we really broke the mold there. Um, I like that she. We spent three Josh. hours there. Yeah, we spend more than that. Um, she escapes Peter. She goes to this cafe, or she escapes Josh. I mean, Peter is already like there, and he's like, "I've stopped by your house, and your sister told me you would be here." It's just, I don't know. I so had to make a note of that. Do you guys think that Peter always was into Lara Jean or is this something where it was just like a joke to him and whatever and he like grew into it because I kind of feel like he was in it from the start I think he noticed her before like he she was always kind of like in the background but I think this weird quirk about her like writing these letters was very intriguing to him and she's so different than Jen so I think he I think he was into it like the second he talked to her about yeah, it yeah that's my feeling it's like he was always kind of angling for their their setup and everything and you know having to pretend to be going so out. i think there's something very honest about him walking up and being like you know it's never going to happen which is kind of harsh to hear but i would agree with both of you i feel like you know you can meet somebody and like they can have this massive effect on you that you can't put into words until like much later 
and it slowly evolves and you can act on it. Like, I feel like that's kind of the situation. Like you said, he got to know her more. So it wasn't just the crush. It was like he fell for like the real her and vice versa. He has like a real cool guy, uh, Jeep or truck or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Kind of makes me he's want a, one. He's got a real cool guy, everything. I would love mm-hmm. for you to get this car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you're, you would be so small in this car. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> It's not that big. That's like it's not like a huge ass like four by four or something. I mean, it's like mildly lifted, maybe. I don't know. I think I would look stupid driving that car. Hmm. I don't know. Cheap people are weird. On you, it'd be it'd be kind of fun to see like Benji driving this thing. Do it. Trash your car right now and go buy a Jeep. You'll pick up almost. You can be someone's Peter Kavinsky. Let's pause this and go to the dealership right now. Oh yeah, it's like midnight. Whatever. Just like give me the Peter Kavinsky, please. Yes. You can like wear his clothes, which is just hoodies, so that's good for mm-hmm. you. Yeah, and just walk around being like, "I know I'm awesome." How are the How are the hoodies? Have you like is that still your primary wardrobe? Have you updated well, that all? I, I live in LA, and it's a fucking summer, so yeah, not okay. so, not too you much updated. The hoodies. Yeah, did a little bit of updating. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> so there is a, a great little bit here. I think it's right after he drives her home. And he's like trying to talk her into this. Why does she ride her bike three feet to the <laughs> That's door? That's a good point. Yeah. She gets her bike out of his car and like rides like maximum 12 feet to the door and then gets I'll, off. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. Mm. Sexual frustration. Okay. Mm-hmm. So as he's walking away, he's got this look on his face. Like you can see like he's kind of rubbing his hands together like, yeah, this is this is going the way his I want. His arms are so hot. Like look at mm. look at Peter Kavinsky and then look at fucking Josh. He's got the hoodie on. Trash can yeah. taking out the trash, <laughs> hiding those bodies. So like Josh is taking out the trash here and he's kind of like watching this. And uh, it's a great line here. What does this guy say? Uh, as uh, Peter's just like yeah, Sanderson, right, or something like that. And uh, Josh says, "You take Laura Jean home," and he goes, "Looks like it." Oh, what a baller move that is! Yeah. Hot. Looks like it. Like, what, what, are you gonna do? what are you going to do, Josh? That's some Don Draper shit right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh yeah. And then he just dries off in your face, Josh. Fucking Josh. Like, Josh's parents have been dead for weeks, and he's mm-hmm. just been taking them out. He hired actors. That's why he's the only them. one taking out the trash. Yeah. His house just stinks. Lara Jean's all about disrupting lacrosse practice. That gave me anxiety. Can you, like, walk around the field? I feel like this is like Peter Kavinsky is the least douchey lacrosse player who's ever been featured in a, a film or television show. Mm-hmm. Well, he hasn't like sexually assaulted. I was going to say he of. hasn't <laughs> raped anyone. Or maybe that's in the. But I feel like one. lacrosse is like code for like huge du- tool, you know? Yeah. I, lacrosse is a very weird sport, I guess. I guess it's a real thing because like. You know, Benji, like they sure shit didn't do that at our high school. And so whenever I hear hear that's real, I'm just like, really? What the fuck is the point? Yeah, that's not a West Coast thing. This uh, the outfit she has when they do the contract is it's 80s with like a hint of 50s. I think to like it's like 80s doing 50s. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that. They're also under this tree that has like red leaves. Like it's a nice color Mm out there. Red is the color of this relationship. Uh, It's the color of passion. Do you? you, Sorry, go ahead. I was. I just. I like this contract scene a lot because I guess we're kind of there. Like I. Mm-hmm. I like her. Her ownership. You know, as much as she's afraid of like these things that could be real. Like she doesn't want 
like fakes, a lot of fakes. So no more kisses. You know, I'm, I'm, I hate that the, our first kiss was, you know, well, not like, real. Good bro move. He recognizes like, oh yeah, that you probably want to preserve like the, the, the moments for yourself. Mm-hmm. But you know, he's, he's like also, about it. he's pointing out like in the least douchey way though, for a, a relationship made up of image perception, like physical contact is the number one, like intimacy currency that others can pick up on. Hmm. Do you buy that 16 Candles would be a favorite movie of hers? Yeah. Really? I watched okay. it and I'm, I wasn't, you know, a teenager in the 80s. No, I guess it's just because the movie's like famously racist against Asian people. Like, I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's probably where part of where she was drawn into it. And then she started to look past that to the things that she could take from it. I mean, could you even like make a good version of that movie? Like, there's so much fucked up shit in that movie. Like, I feel like you'd really have to tear out a lot there. Also, Peter Kavinsky is like way better than than what's his name? Jake Ryan. Jock, How dare you? Jake Ryan. Yeah. I almost said Paul Ryan. <laughs> Paul Ryan. <laughs> also, what's wrong with like, Jake Ryan? Well, I guess, okay. And in the movie, he's like, yeah, by modern standards, okay. he's not so good. Yeah. Like, uh, also, the. The movie, like, it kind of teased, like, wanting me to hate Peter Kavinsky because he's just like, come on, girl, you got to watch Fight Club with me. And I was like, okay, that's, on. you know, that's very realistic. Okay. If you if you date men, there's always some movie that's his favorite. And he's like, you have to watch this. It's like speaks to my soul. So, okay. Let's, <laughs> it's all that Club. question on the table. <laughs> let's put that question on the table. What is your speaks to my soul movie? Oh, my God. What a, what a question. I'm not ready yeah. for that. What's I was not. I have no answer, so that's why I'm... you asked. I'm really curious. I think you both should tell me. Hmm. All right. Well, Marco, you try to think of something. I'll look at my movies here. Better be good. Speaks to my soul. What a tough question. Okay. I'll. I, this is the movie that I make everyone watch. Let's put it that way. Um, even though this is not the greatest the, movie ever. The full movie or just the opening? The full movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, zero effect. I'm like obsessed with that movie with uh, Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman and Ben Siller. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. It's like a modern retelling of Sherlock Holmes. It's um. I've ben watched Siller. it enough to recognize that like it's very much like oh yeah, one guy wrote this and maybe there should have been some edits, but uh, I really like it. Marco, your turn. Uh, fuck. I I don't know. Like. Because I can tell you what my favorite movie is, but it's not like a movie where I'm like, everyone curl up. The experience. Lion no, it's Vertigo, you <laughs> weirdo. Yeah. Um, you listed that in your top five once, don't you weirdo me? Lion Winter is absolutely <laughs> in my top five. Okay. It's not my favorite movie. Come on. Right. Um, so mine now would probably be something fun. Like, I want to say, I don't know why it's coming to me. Like, I want to say like the Philadelphia story or something like that now. It's one or of my all time favorite movies. It's a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. You don't Crystal? love the Philadelphia story? Dude. Guess it was, who's uh, having a movie night? It was in the movie theaters a couple months ago. It was like a revival showing. It's pretty uh, cool. I think I know what Crystal's answer is. Okay, all right. Paddington. No, it's not Paddington, but it does. <laughs> I don't know. I think it would be something like some Hitchcock movie or some. That's It'd be good... the big sleep. <sighs> no. I mean, it's good, but I. I'm trying to think. You'd like you'd get to the opening credits with a silhouette of lighting the cigarette and sploosh. Oh god. Now I'm just thinking about that gif. Um 
<laughs> I don't know. This isn't fair because I didn't have an answer prepared for this. Can I just piggyback on what Marco said? Yeah, there you go. Those two movies, Vertigo, Philadelphia Story. Any, you haven't yeah. never seen Vertigo either. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Seriously? Seriously, yeah. Jesus. I mean, but Vertigo, I will admit, oh boy. Uh, like, it's that's a weird one for me to, like, sit down with somebody and be like, you should watch this. This movie is me. And then someone's like, <laughs> oh, I'm in it for a fun movie, like a <laughs> flick or something. And then at the end, they're just, like, staring at me aghast in horror. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, if contractually obligating anyone to watch a movie in a relationship is the smartest thing. I feel like I've had that happen. Ooh. With Fight Club, or was it like Donnie Darko? I'm sure it was <laughs> like Darko. Die Hard or something. Whoa, that seems. I feel like, like the only way you pull that off is like very though. low stakes. You know, just like oh, we should watch this, and like if the other person's clearly not into it, like you have yeah. to be ready to be like. Like, oh, switch it up, you know? I can't do that. Like, if I say someone, I'm like, if you, hold on. Mm-hmm. If I say to someone, watch this with me because it speaks to my soul and who I am, like Sound of Music or something like that, or Pride and Prejudice, I'm such a girl. Those, like, I can't not, I can't be chill about that because I want their reaction to it. And if they react bad, then like, goodbye forever. But it's the the actual ritual of rewatching it, though. It's not just about the other person. It's like, you're also retouching it that part of you but you're also you're retouching that part of you that's that's present there at the same time like turning to them and being like okay i'm laid bare what do you think and it's like super vulnerable i like how we're just not talking about the movie at all right now well the movie's (laughs) about relationships sure sure yeah talk about this it's about the most important thing in the world which is the human heart so yeah if you're just like this movie speaks to me and it's about this this Hall sibling who has to stop the world from ending. And there's a rabbit. And it's just like, ugh, what the, who the fuck am I dating? Yeah. Why are you wearing that man suit? <laughs> so, um, the, the stuff with Kitty and him, like, is he, I feel like he was a little too, like, immediately, like, good big brother type of vibe or something. No, I think he's, he's done excited. this before. Okay. I think he's excited to be part of the family that's, like, not a shitty family. And he has like mm. a little brother who doesn't talk, I guess. I don't know that his I don't family know. I guess yeah. like I guess Shitty. I just find Kitty. No, annoying. his family not. I'm talking about Jen. I assume like she doesn't have as good a family oh, okay. as Laura Jean. Oh yeah, no, Jen's Jen's got a lot of shit below the surface of that mm. iceberg. Yeah. My my Jen at number two power ranking's awkward now. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, don't joke so. about this. <laughs> oh yeah. We got the hand in the pocket, spins also, around. Can we just talk about the personal growth of Peter Gavinsky? Like the the notes you know he actually points out that this was a thing that like jen wanted me to do and i would never do it and like yes he's doing it to make her jealous now that laura jean but obviously he's like finding some level of expression of himself through it in this like intimate act i don't know it kind of makes me wonder if he wanted to do it the whole time just not with genevieve there you go yeah Yeah. it came off as like an excuse to me like i want to write you these love letters oh i guess i should do this to make her jealous Yeah. yeah Well, I think the other thing is like he's been with Jen and her whole like posse for so long that he's like breaking out of it, you know. I really yeah. like that actress uh, who plays Jen's reaction when she sees them when he does a little spin around. She just has this really funny like like dying look on her face, you know, like mm-hmm. what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. With the note. Yeah. But yeah, I I maintain that like his 
interest in Laura Jean went unspoken, but it, it began long before. Maybe not at the spin the bottle, but it's like we're really hitting some, some part of him has been dying. We're really hitting like every possible pronunciation of Lara Jean, which I love. Lara. Lara. Did I say Lara? Sorry. Oh, we've been saying Laura. We've been saying Lara. It's Laura. It's Lara. Yeah. Laura. I, a couple times in my notes, because I was typing in a frenzy and like doing other things, I put like LJ. I was like, then I, later I was like, who the fuck's LJ? I like the title cards to change each month. Again, it reminded me very much of like a Rushmore yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, and even Kitty, like the other thing, like there's little moments where I really wanted to like Kitty. The whole like practiced, like, like I feel like it's very practiced. He's very too good at like getting into Kitty's world of like the Korean yogurt smoothies and stuff. But at a certain point, Kitty's just like, how the fuck did my sister land this hunk? <laughs> that was my question is, how did we go from like, I never want to meet anyone to like, I have this hunky boyfriend and Kitty doesn't question that at all? Yeah. It seems like there would be well, a whole like plot Kitty line. knew what, what was up, though. She knew he was one of the guys. But so. it still feels weird hmm. to me. Do you think she purposely put the flower on her face to to look kind of, I don't know, Hollywood frazzled like Baker? Probably because yeah. I was very stressed out. Really? <laughs> I'm like very clean in the kitchen. So this okay. this right here with all her stuff on the face. No. Like Chris, how when remind me, when does Chris actually find out about the fake relate the fakeness of the relationship? Not for a long time. Like not, I don't not think, to, I think ever until talk. the college, I think. Hmm? Like when or is not the last college, time? um ski. No, I said college there. Uh with the ski trip. I think that's when she finds out, isn't it? She okay, finds like, out? I don't know. I thought she never did. I watched it twice. I couldn't say. I watched it three times. Oh, I don't remember Chris at all. That's why I'm asking. So, like, mm. okay, Benji, you brought kind of a gendered perspective in this. So, Crystal, when is the last <laughs> okay. time? As opposed to you. You were you did a lot of just like, well, if I was a girl. I'm just mm. saying, Crystal, when was the last time you spoke to, like, a good female friend about, like, your heart or your love life? Uh, never. I don't know. Okay. I said, hey, Crystal. Me. I'm the girl. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I would say like last weekend. Okay, so like essentially days ago. Yes. Yeah. It's not like months went by and you want like a winter ski fuck trip, and you see your friends I, still no, don't know about your no. fake relationship. I think like you're very well. Again, Chris doesn't seem very close to her, but her you're like very very best friend. They should know that mm. shit. They should be able to tell before you tell them. I think. Yeah. If you see them in person, I was referring to. My dear Stacy. Um, oh, okay. But yes, if they see you in person that much, you, you'd be able to tell. <laughs> so the reason I ask is when we get to the hand pocket thing, you know, all that stuff, Jen notices immediately. I kind of liked the one thing, like, I'd like little moments of Jen, but her just like, whoa, whoa, what? Look. And then like Chris shows up out of fucking nowhere and grabs like Laura Jean and like, like rips her into a side room and just like, what the fuck is going on? That all seems reasonable to me. Yeah, I mean, I guess that scene really you see how not close they are because mm. she's just kind of like, who knew you had a secret boner? And she's like, ha ha, yeah. And then that's kind of it. Right, I like, think it seems like in the book, they're not that close. It's just like Chris is like her only friend pretty much. That's kind of how it is in the movie, though. Yeah. And kind of like the, I feel like part of their friendship besides a love of Subway sandwiches is like talking shit about Jen. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. like probably 90 percent of it. Didn't they, um, didn't she say like you just want to get back at your cousin or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So like one of my honorable mentions, of course, is the comedic gold of Laura Jean like talking to herself, acting out the conversation with Margot before the Skype calls. I didn't love that. I feel like that's such really? a movie cliche. Are you kidding me? 
it's, it's like every movie is like uh, Am I just Laura Jean? Watching themselves in the mirror acting out like does do, do you do that yes. in real life? Really? Yes. Wow, okay. If I'm did, yeah. Yeah. Did you act out this podcast before you, you came? <laughs> no, I didn't have like three hours to spare, but um <laughs> I've done the whole like bathroom mirror thing. I've done like yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say yes and just deal with the mm-hmm. hate. There's no hate. I, I feel some hate no in this room. On this pod. Uh, so, well, there's probably some judgment, but, you know, I don't hate you okay. or judge you. Um, so, Lord Jean's going to make the cupcakes. It's like a protest gesture rather than the brownies, which both sound good. Let's go get some of those. I think Kavinsky's got the right idea. Just make some brownies and cut them up. Well, but also, yeah, everyone is telling her. I feel like when she leaves and her, like, sad dad goes to make shit, like, he's going to go make brownies. Yeah. I feel her, though. If people kept telling me not to do something, I would be like, well, I'm going to do it prove them wrong mm-hmm. so yeah dad has you know party three simple rules no drinking no da- drugs no hands dad is like eager to get no her h out of on the house. c h on p h on mm-hmm. v also h I on recently v maybe okay yeah i recently discovered like my favorite like emoji that i didn't know existed is oh. the uh the big yellow head with the little tiny jazz hands which is, i guess what i thought they were originally that's like a hugging emoji it's a hug or a boob grab it's a boob grab. I use it for no, both. No. Well, I guess. I use it for both. It's like an <laughs> I use it like in an affection, like yeah. I want to touch this person way. Okay. It's it's the economical use of like, you know, in translation, I, I want to hug you, but I also want to grab a boob. And H on B, that's cool. Yeah. But I showed that to somebody at work today and I was like, what does this mean to you? And they're like, oh, it's jazz hands. And I'm like, that's no, not it's how not. I took it at all. I was like, that's not how I took it at all. Can I talk about the party they go to? There's this house and there's a shop from out the stairwell huge, where it's like house. this big kind of slightly curving stairwell. But it's got these really ugly like kind of like, I don't know if that's like lucite or something like this, like weird glass railing up the whole way. Mm-hmm. This it's house gross. It, does, it totally the, clashes because it's like an old fashioned. That's like, the point, dude. That's the point. Yeah, not yeah, to dude. like, you know, architect shame you, oh. but. That's the whole point. Like the wood is kind of old, and then like out. the glass mm-hmm. is new. I don't love it, but I I understand it. I feel like it's kind of apple storage, but the you. the walls are are wrong for that look. Is my feeling the floor works with it, but not the walls. Why? This house is like one of those places, like those big houses in a neighborhood that you think is empty, and like they actually like shoot porn on the weekends. I feel like mm-hmm. it is so big and sterile in ways. Like, I love that they enter this house and they are in this house for like 10 minutes before they ever see another human being. That's how big it is. Mm-hmm. He takes her scrunchie out of her hair. Hot. It's a very sexual move. It's so mm-hmm. sexy. And um, the, the, the scrunchie callback later feels a little bit forced, but I hate yeah. that. Yeah. Well, you're waiting for it too long, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's natural. Like, it's just like, it's, oh, right. It's that. the most pathetic Hail Mary move for Jen. That means that Jen has been carrying that fucking scrunching around for like two months, just waiting to like fuck this girl over with it. Also, am I crazy? Or does after he tells her that she looks like so foxy for hair down, does she not like pretty much wear her hair down for the bulk of the movie after that? Uh, she may. Maybe. I like how she like immediately knows how to do this weird little like poor me, like hands on her face pose. No, it's but, the please don't take a close-up of my face. Is it? I feel like she's still a little bit posing at the same time. It's like, please don't take that photo, but also like I'm going to do like a little cute move. It's like, do what you want to do, I guess, but I'm not totally thrilled about it, but I'm mm. still adorable because I'm Laura Jean. 
Yeah, yeah, you might really be inside her head. I think so. Um, like, like every teen movie, this thing just fucking convinces me that everyone is having more fun in high school than I did. Oh yeah, definitely. I I never went to a party like this in high school. I don't think they exist. I, that's that's my thought on this. I think we're just losers. Not the right. Yeah, <laughs> pretty. I never went to a party. I was like very Christian. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess these happened kind of. I feel like they were never as fancy as you see in the movies. Mm. I wouldn't know, man. It's always like there's like 50 bottles of liquor or something in these, you know, and they're like cleaning up like the whole next morning. Well, and like, you know, this he's fine in the scene, but like I really grew to hate Greg. Uh Peter's like bro there. Oh like, yeah. Beard Largy. Like when yeah, like Largy, what first of all, what the hell? Do you have a learning disability? What's going on here? <laughs> but like like when they get to the the winter ski fuck trip, I despise this dude. Um but yeah, I like that Laura Jean, like she finds her strength in like dealing with these like catty bitches on the couch. Uh and like doesn't sacrifice who she is. Jen's got a pretty crazy red dress on in this scene. It's very yeah. 90s. Yeah. I would wear that. I would wear the hell out of that dress. Mm-hmm. Would you wear the choker though? Absolutely. Okay. The other friend is like in an 80s jacket. Yeah, yeah. I like the crazy um aquarium column thing behind mm-hmm. this must be some rich dude i mean like take take phones and instagram and sex tapes out of this this is i mean it's it's got a very like the kind of 80s pure romantic comedy vibe um well i think i think i wrote this in my notes maybe, that it can kind of transcend French. time basically mm-hmm. like you can make this in the 50s or you can make this now kind of the vibe. basic concept the yeah concept, other, other yeah. than some mild social media stuff it's well yeah not, yeah I'm really glad I did not have Instagram in high school. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that would have been a nightmare. But yeah, like that hot tub scene that can transcend time. Jen, sure. Jen in this scene seems a little too like villainous ex girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She's like walking into the bathroom, like hand on her hip, like, well, what if well, he's shitting? <laughs> he's just dropping <laughs> I mean, a deuce, man. He's, he's like occupado. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he's drinking kombucha, so he's regular. Okay, first of all, this guy has never drink kombucha before tonight. That's, no, that's he absolutely has. You think so? That kombucha is like a big thing right now. No, I think he, I think he, I think this is his move to be like I'm not just some like jock like asshole. Like, he could have just gotten water. Oh, I just happen to be drinking kombucha. Don't hate water is water is not so, the same as kombucha. So what you're saying is that he's answered his question about would he drink water for the rest of his yeah. life or something with a little bit of pee in it. He he was looking for a drink to impress her. That's my feeling. Well, no, he's. Yeah, he's trying to impress her, but he's, you know, of course he's he's making a gesture, but it's a good one. Like, you know, I'm driving. Mm-hmm. What a good boyfriend. And then he just bounces immediately. They stay for like 20 minutes, maybe. <laughs> this party is lame. Yeah, it does seem kind of lame, ultimately. So Laura Jean walks in, she takes a photo with this guy. She's a little bit out of her element. The one fucking dude is like beer ponging, and he kind of shoes her away when the girl's call her over she sits down on a couch these bitches are super catty to her fuck yes they're leaving mm-hmm. <laughs> she's filled her part of the contractual obligation to the party are they splitting that chocolate shake afterwards yeah kind of it's right between them it, it might be his because that's the situation before where she had a soda and he had a yeah. shake i don't like that they're sitting next to each other that is kind of dainty yeah no i not that i'm like against that but mm-hmm. i mean i would rather like eat and then you can like sit next to each other. I don't mm. know. I don't like you eating move right next halfway to through someone. The, okay. You know, maybe I will. I don't like eating right next to someone like that. I like to look at them. Mm. I wonder if this waitress is like somebody. She pops up a few times. 
I got the impression that like her family really knows her because their mom and dad like the diner. Mm. Yeah. Um, there's a moment where they're at this this diner talking, this like post game wrap up of the party, and Peter says something about like, oh, she just makes me so angry sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I love Laura Jean's like, are we still <laughs> talking about her? I was like, God, you you couldn't be more my hero. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, for someone who sure is quiet all the time, you sure have a lot of opinions. She's not and shy I, about putting the student in her place. Well, I love that her her callback. You're right. There is a little bit of the uh, you know what your problem is, but like she comes back immediately. I it's, I guess it's just that no one's ever been honest with you before. Fuck yeah. I'm here for it. Oh, and she's like, you've only actually had one boyfriend. Also, or, sorry, <laughs> stop drinking, man. Or drink more. I think Ooh, we're on the verge. It's going to get spicy in here. I'm going to have to go get some yeah. wine soon. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you're going to have to do some barfy soon. Please um, don't. I've already been through this. Beer before wine. That's fine. What you've already been. Oh, I've right. been through your okay. vomit. Never mind. That's true. Beer before I wine, feel, that's fine. That's I feel like the liquor, liquor never can, sicker. can taste the subtext with, oh, right. <laughs> um, yeah, so I like that Peter kind of reveals the, you know, the very modern, very real thing of like how he's been keeping tabs on the dudes who've asked her out before. Oh, he's been watching. Yeah. He's got his sources. It, who was the guy's name? Is it Marco by any chance? I feel like it might be that. Which guy? The one we're talking to? No, the the guy Hi, who asked her out. I'm Marco. Yeah, we've met before. Did you ask Lara Jean out? Um, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> she just fucking straight up ghosted I you I at the formal. I didn't. I didn't get a good letter in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's never too late. Yeah, I'll keep checking. All right. Is this where he sends her the heart emoji? Let me see. I think it is. He sends her like a winking kiss. like her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this is never not romantic. Am I wrong? You are not wrong. He cannot send that platonically. I no. haven't. The, the winking kissy like with a heart next to I've sent mouth. it to my girlfriends. Well, that's, I mean, yeah, yeah sure. But when I send it to a guy, it means what that is. Mm-hmm. It means what it means. Yeah. I mean, she smiles at it. I wonder, I don't know. She doesn't seem it's to cute. really be thinking. Oh, Marco just sent me one. Thank you. <laughs> Wanted to try it out. Yeah, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel right. She smiles at it. I think she's kind of like jazz about it. She doesn't seem to be allowing herself to consider that he's actually into her, though. Like it seems like she never considers that until like pretty late in the game. No, she's considering it right now. You think so? Yeah. Oh, she's yeah. got her hand this on his thigh. This is a turning point. Hmm. Okay. See, to me, it seems like she was clueless till fairly late in it. That look that she gets when she sees that emoji. I think it makes her happy, but I guess I'm not wondering whether or not she's actually thinking he's into me as much as like I'm enjoying this. I just want to see her face. Okay. Here's her face. Yeah. That's a smile. Every one of us has had that <laughs> face, dude. Mm-hmm. Look at it. It's like a little smirk. I, mm-hmm. I think as you get older... You you're in that moment. And you're like, I am in trouble because this is this is overtaking me. This is real. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, and, and it's a little bit dangerous too. Yeah. So like, I just like though I want to point it because I don't gloss over the. They're talking about their parents, and he's just like, oh, it's whatever. And I really love her. Like, look, we don't have to talk about it, but it's not whatever. <laughs> and I was like, this is fucking miles ahead of like any other movie of this ilk. This next scene you is just like large. We're getting this. 
you weren't getting this depth in like dude. I mean, that, that movie has occasional depth and mixed in with like the weird stoner shit, but yeah. I don't want to talk about it. No, not a fan. Not a fan. Dude was, uh, was sexy in a different kind of way. Yeah. She does wear her hair down. Yeah, hair is down. Time. Josh Sanderson walking by looking pathetic. Also, lunch by himself. I feel like this guy walked by the cafeteria just to make sure that she saw him being sad and lonely. He like, has. Did he you has really need to go this way? This lap. He has done this lap thirty times until she finally saw him. Mm-hmm. I guarantee. Yeah. Um. Also, Largy dude, like, which was a stupid fucking nickname. Why don't you just call her LJ? But like, he actually picks her up and spins her around. That is that bad. a little much. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be mad. She like. Isn't she like wearing a skirt too? It's like oh, that's extra. Like maybe don't. I lift feel like I feel like Kavinsky needed to drop like a hey bro, you know, just to like, yeah. hey, settle down. Bro, we need to talk about boundaries, mm-hmm. like how you treat women. Yeah, Margie. Uh So she finally talks to Josh, and he's all like, "Wow, this is just I, I just don't know how to deal with you anymore. I'm so emotional." <laughs> his face is just. I hate his face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He accuses her of being sweet and innocent and that Kavinsky's a total dick, which is fake news. But, like, what is his fucking beef with Kavinsky? Oh, he's got... Well, because Kavinsky's with her. I mean, that's the entire beef. I feel like he's more in love with Kavinsky at this point than he is, and he hates him. I feel like it's pretty simple. It's Kavinsky's with her, and that's why he doesn't like Kavinsky now. Like, I don't think it's that deep. Well, and I think, like, Kavinsky being with Jen didn't help his image, you know, because so he's, like... To other people, he comes off as like this douchey lacrosse player who's with Jen, who's like such a bitch. Mm. So I think I think he's just like, you know, judging a book by its cover. Larry mm. Jean has this line here where she says, I'm not that innocent. And he goes, Psh, OK, what a fucking asshole. <laughs> She's just like, you know, what? fuck you. Don't call a girl innocent like that. Yeah. Well, she throws it back at me. You make me sound super boring. Yeah. Um. So he's like frustrated. Well, he's making he it all about him. He's just like, oh my god, this he's is my drama. And he wants, like, he wants it all. He's crap. This dude is just fucking crap. So uh, the family of this like successful doctor doesn't mm-hmm. have like a TV. Yeah, they're watching everything on a laptop. It's all on a laptop. It's, not, it's like, weird. Yeah. I hate it. it. It reminds me of college. Like, sure, college. But I feel this like is that's like, like a house. like a budget thing where they couldn't like film the TV properly or something. They couldn't buy know. a TV. <laughs> They couldn't get like the, the the sink correct, or I don't even know. It's weird, yeah. Like ten seconds of sixteen candle, just like was a huge blow to their their budget as it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like gather around my laptop. That would not be a fun viewing experience. But, but is that more intimate though? No, because they're like leaning back on the couch. Like that thing's uh-huh. like a good like eight feet away from mm-hmm. them at least. I guess because of the nature of the fake relationship, but I could see where like I don't know. It depends on your what's your what's your game, what's your moves. It's like we have a laptop well, the, here. The sisters right there. I mean, yeah, there's um, no yeah. moves there. Yeah, but I feel like regardless of the screen you're watching, if they were alone, well, they're faking it. But if you weren't mm-hmm. faking it, doesn't matter what screen you're watching. You're not okay, going to be watching it. Let's say the sister wasn't here for the scene. I feel like there maybe it's a little bit of a different viewing, vibe. Viewing positions, comma sutra that you could employ that could get real cozy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think he? Uh, do you think he goes straight for the arm around the shoulder? Uh, I could see him like moving closer to her and kind of cuddling up, but I don't know if he would do that. Can Can I 
I read this behind the scenes thing that I think is the sexiest thing in the world. Can I talk about this for a second since we're talking about uh, physical closeness? Yeah. The picture that you never see happen in the movie on the phone. Oh, the one where she's laying on top of him? Yeah. But they're napping? Yeah. That is from uh, like one of the dressing rooms, like in between takes. Mm-hmm. They took a nap together and someone took a photo. That uh, is so cute. I, yeah, that, like, I had that in my notes. Just like, it's like, oh, yeah, you guys are just pretending still. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> If you nap with someone, yeah. sure, Jan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who plays the mom? She looks familiar. She's probably Canadian. Mm. Yeah, I think this is filmed in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. That's why I thought it was not Oregon. I feel like she goes, Lara Jean goes back and forth a little bit on like how kind of emotional she is about her mom because it feels like at some points when she's talking with her sisters and they mention her mom like it's it's like this happened a long time ago it's not a big deal but then like when peter's mom like makes a mistake and asks about her mom it's like oh faux pas well because she can talk about it with her sisters because they guess. went through it with her but this is like oh i have to explain this whole story to this woman who i don't know like she's not going to want to talk about it as much mm-hmm. little brother it's just like ooh, it looks like the mom. kid in room or the room. I, never saw it. <laughs> I think it's just room okay He's a little tremble. Mm-hmm. Her hair's still down. I think she only wears it down when she's around Peter. Mm. Yeah. Oh, let's see. She, is, she is knows it up what's for working. Josh? It, uh, yeah, I think that is a ponytail, if I'm not mistaken. I think ponytail's more at home. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think Josh even deserves the pony, but yeah. Yeah. He doesn't even deserve to look at her. Yeah, seriously. Move, Josh. Take your trash out somewhere else. He's just busy uh, hiding the bodies. Yeah, so I I mean, I like, you know, their opening because I think, you know, you're talking about it can feel a little colder or she can have a little more control over the box of her emotions around she's talking to like like Peter's mom. But at the same time, I feel like the lived experience of her sisters, there's a pain there that they know that they can reference. It's common. But as she's like talking to him about the dad, it's like it's a little more real. Like she's kind of entering that personal moment in a much different way. Also, uh, because I rewatched it the second time and I knew the hot tub was coming up and she's like sitting up on the counter, like talking to him. Mm-hmm. I was just like, this, this is, this movie's very sexual. It could get very sexy. You look yeah. confused, Benji. Do we no, need to I explain? Confused. He could get closer than her legs could. Yeah. You know. yeah okay. Know. All right. Yeah, just yeah, checking. Yeah. yeah. That's the, uh, the yes or fits move. It's like, Damn do you remember it. that? Do you remember Sorry. That? Sorry for yeah. yeah. That's the second time we've referenced the exact same episode of PLL. The pilot? No, I'm talking about. Well, oh I mean, yeah, I guess he does it. He does it in other episode, episode too, yeah. one, which was the nerdiest thing I've ever said. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of like the sub or the subway, the Seinfeld thing when uh, Elaine's talking about the sleeping arrangement for the just, one boyfriend. Did you just say like, the mm-hmm. subway thing? Because yeah, subway I, I, episode I, I, is next. No, no, but the uh, the Seinfeld where she's like sleeping head to toe with one boyfriend, so it won't be sexual. And yeah. Jerry's like, "You have a lining genitals." What are you? Yeah, talking? it's like everything's <laughs> still lined up. Yeah. Yeah, and then they eat some subway under this. this say that sub is tight. This scene feels a little forced. Like we need, we need her to find out some new information and get jealous. So she just happens to be eating under the bench where this dude's talking yeah. to his ex. This scene, not to reference my favorite movie again, but this happens in Pride and Prejudice too, where they're like they're under subway? kind of steps. No, yeah, <laughs> yep, they're under. She's like emoji subway. Emoji so we're just way. not going to talk about Jared, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, Comfer? But at my high school, we were allowed to go off campus and like either stay there or bring back really? food. Like it wasn't contraband. You're one of those fancy high schools. 
Well, if you were a junior and you had like junior good academic seniors, standing, yeah, you could mm-hmm. be, was it senior? I think I'm, it, I'm sure it if you're a both. senior too. Yeah. yeah. There's like no only junior year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But this happens in Pride and Prejudice too. That reminds me of it. What do they call it. that? Uh, what? There's no, there's a name for like being allowed to go off campus. I can't remember what it is, but we never had it. Oh, you're right. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. But my, I think my favorite Pride and Prejudice moment is when Elizabeth Bennett says, this sub is tight, right? Yes. <laughs> this is the modern version. Also, we don't talk enough about how Jane Austen was a master of game theory. Mm. Especially why, like romantic session. Why after talking, overhearing this conversation when she's with Chris, she goes to talk to fucking Josh about it. Uh, why? Was, Josh is her actual friend. As much mm-hmm. as I hate yeah. him. Chris, well, first of all, Chris is a, such a stranger that she has to have, this is her only genuine moment where like, hey, Laura Jean, is it not weird that literally five feet above us, your boyfriend is talking of his ex about how the things that are super improper mm-hmm. and like, aren't Laura you Jean, offended by that? Like, yeah. Well, Laura Jean's just like, well, it's rude to eavesdrop. Like I would, if I was the best friend of somebody, I would be flipping the fuck out. I would be overturning these wagers. Yeah. And I think with talking to Josh, Chris was already there. So she already has Chris's perspective. So she needs someone else's perspective. Yeah. That's what I, I would guess. do. I don't know what Josh is. I'm a girl. I, I talk. After, after you've eaten fresh, you got to go talk to Josh. Mm-hmm. Um, Nothing about Jared. that is sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, like, how can you tell your fake boyfriend that you can't go skiing with him because you're starting to have real feelings? This guy definitely wants her to go on the ski trip with him. Oh, so again, fast forward to Chris. Is what is her game with uh, Doctor Sad Dad? Like, yeah, I like she, that scene. Is she get him shit? She's a high school kid. He's giving is she the dad giving shit. Him shit, or is she is like, she, like is this flirting like, with him? I didn't yeah. get a flirting vibe. Really? Yeah. Okay. I was I, like, oh shit, this is about to get poison. I think she's just like, she's like, I'm a sassy teenager. I can do this, and it'll make guys uncomfortable. But it doesn't really make him uncomfortable because he's a gynecologist. So it's right. like, yeah. He's like, look, I see 20 vaginas a day. They mean nothing to me anymore. <laughs> My wife is dead. I'm gonna go <laughs> to he just cries at every vagina he sees. Oh. I just burn meat in the oven for fun. Oh, God. I like how they're just always having to force her to do things. Dad's like lurking. And he's like, actually, I think you should go. There's so much lurking in this house. There is a super That's- villainous shot earlier of Kitty on the chair. When they first mentioned, like, oh shit, the uh, the letters have gone out. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's definitely got a <laughs> looks like maniacal. He's got a healthy glass of white zen there. That like, I don't know, what is this? Like four o'clock in the afternoon. Don't judge. <laughs> I just delivered a baby. He delivered. He My saves lives. I'm a widower. I need this. A hot widower. What is he doing for his dating? I life? mean, I guess he hasn't. We. I don't know. They haven't mentioned the book yet, and certainly not in the movie. It's never suggested that he's ever tried to go out and. Yeah. Find anyone else. Does he have time though with all the kids and the yeah. vaginas? How do you feel about Chris's hat? Hate it. Wow. Okay. But I love Laura Jean's outfit. Oh, in this scene? And with the pink shirt mm-hmm. and the velvet skirt thing. Chris's hat just feels like I'm Chris and I'm wearing a hat. Fuck you. I think it's just Chris feels very 90s to me. Maybe that's why I'm like, I like Chris. Hmm. But Laura Jean looks pretty darn damn 90s and most of the movies so. sure sure she looks more a little more 80s to me, do you I guess. like her because you're into the eyeliner on both the under and the i mean yes because i know you are mm-hmm. mm. to me it was mm. like get your eyes out of my computer get your I eyes out of like... my computer yes 
like her big eyes just on my screen. I feel like Benji, like you were, you're starting to say that your type is like a manic pixie, like corpse bride mm-hmm. to a certain degree. That's I, accurate. No comment. <laughs> Which is cool. Um, okay, so the ski trip, like the that dress like this Jack. Is, this is kind of a trope. The like the, the goofy sex talk. I love. I fucking that. love. I love Lana Condor in this though. Yeah. He's just like have fun, and she's like, I will. I have a whole bunch of rubbers just for this. <laughs> and he's just like nailed it. Yeah. I'm going to drive home and drink some wine my <laughs> wife is dead what do you think he does and it's like a night to, oh, I guess Kitty's still there Yeah, they Can can't t- go wild I want this guy to like go on a tinder date with like Ashley Marin Ooh. Ooh, she'd wreck him oh yeah she would he's like weren't you <laughs> dating feel- that super lame pastor and she's like yeah. <laughs> they'd be like an accessory to like a felony by the end of the night <laughs> amazing that's the good kind and, of date. And, yeah, and max out his credit card at the same time. Um, yeah, so this is a kind of a cold gesture, though. I mean, this tells you a lot in like the high school relationship thing when Lord Jean like passes Peter on the bus. Genevieve is really working that uh, pink beanie there, like for all the evilness. I don't understand why Laura Jean doesn't sit with him. Did they? I I feel like it's a little like we need some conflict. Like this okay. is that part of the movie. Do, do these kind of trips happen? The like no supervision, let's just all fuck in the mountains. I think so. Yes, they do. I've, I've heard tell of yes. ski trips. I've never not. gone on one myself, but so, I've heard tell that they are fuck parties. Benjamin and I have gone on a uh, a non fuck party yearbook trip. That, that is not a fuck party. <laughs> no, it was not a fuck party whatsoever because all of us kids were fucking squares. But like the uh, adult supervision, they got the fuck out of there. Yeah, it was just like, all right, they didn't I'll even, see like, you guys throw in some rubbers in the yeah. room and say, wow. be careful. They just got the fuck out of there. So, like, can we tell that story about the the final morning on that trip? Because I always that always cracks maybe, me up. Maybe, maybe another time. What? Okay. Cut this out. You got to tease tell it, me. yeah, for the next Patreon. God damn it. Okay, yeah. I won't be here. Mm-hmm. I think at the twelve dollar level, we all write people like love letters. Mm. Chris is really into EDM. That is a demerit. Um. Yeah, Chris gave up her night of like debauchery for this trip. What this like uh, largey guy? He just like decides to like assign their rooms. Wait, hold on. Yeah, first of all, what, I feel like his dad had to be a chaperone or something. Who knows? But like, Peter is the one who's just like. By the way, Laura Jean, your friend I saw it on Snapchat was at an EDM concert at three a.m. Mm-hmm. And Laura Jean's just like, who? Oh, Chris. Yeah. Okay. I guess I know her. <laughs> He's keeping tabs on the friends. Yeah, this is where we, the moment you're talking about, this is where I hate you, Greg. Because he assigns rooms? Well, he's just like, whatever he says, like, get your room sluts or whatever. <laughs> I was just like, fuck you. I feel like, I mean, I guess it makes sense for Lara Jean's character that she wouldn't go skiing, but I feel like in a, a, a movie with a little more budget, we missed out on like some sort of skiing sequence. Mm. I think. I think they save it though. I mean, well, they, they they play it off well with just like you didn't even offer to teach me. A little bit of a better off dead, you know. Yeah, I want my two dollars. <laughs> um, but I mean, she's you know found something probably better, like beginning of maybe a real friendship with Lance. Lance, yeah. When they get really close, she'll call him Lucas. <laughs> that was savage. That was funny. Okay, so they start doing some sort of like weird facial masks. Um, Crystal, you are uh, an esthetician. Mm-hmm. Explain what's going on here. They're just using sheet masks. 
What's that mean? It's like paper. Just paper. So it comes in like a pouch, like they have there have mm-hmm. you know, in the movie, and then it has like the serum or whatever on the mask, and so serum. then you just put them on. You see them do it in the movie. Like super soldier serum. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On their face, bro? it's probably it's just like hydrating. moisturizing or something. Yeah, it's hydrating. It's not like one of those ones where you peel off and it like no clears no. your pores or something. No. Anyways, it's a hot tub time. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. Gird your loins. You gird your fucking loins. So, so good lighting. The innocent line of you think he's really waiting for me in the hot tub, girl. He is. He's sulking in the hot tub. I think- love to think about Peter Kavinsky. Like, like do other people try to join him. That's- like, hey, Peter, it's ski trip. Let's get in the hot tub. And he's like, yeah. no, no. Yeah, I, there's like sadness. another couple. It's like, hey, let's go to the hot tub. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. And then it's like, ah, oh, shit, Kavinsky's in it. I wrote a note about how he like. On this ski trip, there's no way there's not like five couples in there. So I was like, did he pay people off to like get the fuck out of here? Or do they just no, know? He just, he just keeps scowling at them. Yeah. Or are there like a lot of hot tubs? Or he shows them his D. Well, like I think. And they run it's away. One of those. It's a, it, Have you ever been a teenager for another person in a hot tub? You start off with hand stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You're like Go on. cranking the other person's hog. You're scooping the puss. And then, like he's just sitting there. Like he's just not leaving. Wow, you really pulled one out there. <laughs> Am I wrong, dude? Yeah, you're wrong. Please don't. <laughs> I'm just recovering here. <laughs> All right. Anyway, the lighting is very nice. In this <laughs> Maybe there's just lots of hot tubs. <laughs> I can't do this. But they're all surrounded by like the rooms. Yeah. I mean, in Hot Tub Time Machine, they had like their own hot tub. So I assume that's how all ski lodges are because I've never been to one. Mm. I mean, what happens in this hot tub can make you travel through time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his, yeah, his like elbows up on the sides there. Hot. Yeah. He knows what's up. And I don't. She's she's getting a little flirt, flirty herself now. She is finding herself, mm-hmm. and then uh, finding herself in the hot tub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is the sexiest gesture. Again, just the sitting on there, slowly moving your legs in, pulling up the nightgown just a little, and then it's just like when the coat comes off and she just slides in. Mm-hmm. Did and that arouse just, you this time? Sure. So they make out for ten minutes, and then he's like, "All right, let's go." Yeah, he's a gentleman. I gotta I gotta run I, to the bathroom real quick. Okay, do you... Did you say that? Do you have to? No, no. Oh, I was like, we just did this. He's like, I'll be in my bunk. Um, Like, do you... He's going to drink my wine. Do you think that, like, there wasn't some potential level of, like, finishing, even if it wasn't, you know, the the P and the V? And there is some grinding, so, you know, this dude's a teenager. I don't think anyone finished. I think they just were... Some of us finished. I'm sorry. (laughs) I think Marco finished. Love I'm finishing it. right now. Wow, multitasking. That's why this, this is the $50, $50 level. <laughs> I swear to God. This place looks pretty cool. This is one of the neater sets that they have. Mm-hmm. The lodge here. Him like going back to Jen's room. Like the, this all, it's fine. It's a romantic comedy. This is like expected, but it's a little thin. I feel like it's. At this point, out of character. Like, if he had done this earlier in the movie, 
then maybe he would go to her room. But like, I just don't see him like caring about Jen at this point. I mean, I don't agree with it, but I guess I feel like what they're trying to say is that he's, he's so into the depth of his feelings for Laura Jean now that like waiting until the morning to tell Jen that it's 100% over is not good enough. Like he needs Mm. to go to bed tonight with her knowing that like no more fucking mind games, no popping into the bathroom when I'm dropping a deuce. Like, Give me that fucking scrunchie back. We're through. Okay, fine. Maybe, now I mean, it's that's. Hot. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I totally agree with it, but like, I think it's out of character. But I, I assume that's what they're going for. And then it's kind of betrayed when, when he falls asleep in her room. You know. Yeah, that part yeah. doesn't make sense to me. That's a Ross Geller move. Mm. They we were, were on a break. They were yeah. on a break. Yeah. Can I say something? Mm-hmm. Please. The nightgown that she just was in the hot tub. Is she's wearing it again when she's yeah. in bed? It's dry. That's how hot it was. It just steamy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Those those flannel sheets look pretty comfortable. I really want to be in that bed. Yeah. So then she's super happy. Everyone cheers for her, which I don't know. Word gets around, I guess, or something. I don't know. Well, I feel like yeah. this doesn't. This happens in movies, but not in real school. I never like, went on a date in high school, so I have zero like perspective. Yeah. So, like, logistically, she gets in the hot tub with him. All right, They're making eyes. She does the ultimate lean in, like, across the hot tub. Oh, yeah. The lean. Clear. Yeah, absolutely the lean. Uh, and then, <laughs> Did like. Did you have a point? Was, <laughs> it's from while you were sleeping. He leans. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Okay. Sorry. There's, there's been a very eyes. long time since I watched that. Yeah, you should. We should just pause this and watch that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, lean into that movie. But, like. Clearly, like Jen is filming this. So then, no, it's it's Josh, one hundred percent. Josh isn't on a ski I, trip. I believe Jen that she didn't. I believe Jen as well. It. Jen, Jen may not be the greatest person, but I think she's telling the truth there. And it was too easy. Mm-hmm. It's like, did you guys see American Vandal? No, I, I know what it's about though. Okay, this is like the new Who Drew the Dicks. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't even need another reference, and <laughs> I love it. It's. I think you would like the show. Okay. Well, I want to say I kind of like blurred out some of the second one as I powered through it, but I believe it's Jen in the second book. <gasps> yeah, not in oh, my sorry. head. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to believe Jen because when she does say that in the bathroom, that's like the one moment where I like I want to really see Jen's perspective on life. Like I want to feel for her because she's a she's a messy bitch who lives for drama, and I feel that. But anyway. Um, I did have a point, but I totally lost to the sands of time. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, are there not more people watching this? If Jen, let's say hypothetically, Jen takes the video, like, how does that not come up in their conversation that night? Maybe Peter took it. He saw it on Jen's phone, and he sent it out because he wanted to push Laura Jean. Mm. That's really breaking my head, Cannon. Yeah, sorry. I, I still say it's Josh. Josh is too. Stu- he's too. Was he even there? He could it's be. It's probably Greg, right? That's the safest, easiest. That dude's a skis. There's a moment later where I was like, "Oh, fucking Josh did it," because like he, he like he kind of instantly tries to capitalize on it. Was he even there? He could have been. No, he could have like on snuck the there. trip. He like snuck. Snuck. a little hoodie on. He snuck on a long trip. Mm-hmm. Right. He can drive. <laughs> I he drove seen all it. the way, and he's like, "I'm gonna take out this trash." Have we yeah. seen him drive, or is it just like trash cans uh, and walking around? It's true. You know what I want for Josh? Do you remember how the guy dies in the circle? 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what a yeah. great film that is. God. Did we talk about that? Um, yeah, so offline, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I guess okay, I'm sorry. I keep going back to the hot tub because my whole life mm-hmm. lives there now. If I were an actor in this scene, this would have taken like four weeks to film. Anyway, so Ew. <laughs> I hope it's consensual. What are you drinking, Marco? He's he's not I have had some champagne. Okay. Right on. Yeah. I've got a, a nice rose. I, I felt have water. like <laughs> I felt like celebrating this this momentous occasion. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so high school reminding just a little bit. My dude escorts his lady to the to the room he doesn't push he's not like invite me in you know anything like that like you know they share this beautiful afterglow and he's just like you get a good night's rest i'm gonna go break some hearts Mm -hmm. beautiful the Mm. bit with the scrunchie afterward it feels forced yeah i hate that like sure i just felt like that this isn't that kind of movie well it almost seems like because i think there's like another fight they have in a little bit like they have one fight here and like oh it's over or whatever but then they have another fight, like two scenes later. It seems mm-hmm. like we could have just had one fight. Yeah. Well, like I, I momentarily when I was first watching this, forgot the, her issues of driving, because she's like, "No, I'd rather walk. No, fuck that. I'd rather drive myself." And I was like, oh, "Why wouldn't threat. you drive yourself? <laughs> like, you're gonna get home a lot faster." <laughs> mm, I want Christmas now. Um. So Margot comes back, mm-hmm. and it's nice to see Margot. But then. This scene, I mean, they talk about like haggis and whatnot. Like, she fucking she's she's partying right now, right? Margo in college, or she? Oh, no, she girl. says Margo's life is savage. I mean, she dumped that dude for a reason. She goes yeah. to bars. It, it wasn't to study. Yeah, you're not making the the comments you are about Scottish girls and what they wear to the bars if you're not also out there like having a good time. I mm-hmm. think maybe she's with the Scottish girls eating some haggis. I meant like sexually. Mm-hmm. Could be. The, the T on the H? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which one is that? <laughs> um, so, like, no Josh coming over, which means no Peter. But then, of course, Peter comes over. They get in a uh, dump They talk fight. outside. Yeah. Let me explain to you. Oh, I you had to go it? to my ex-girlfriend's room in the middle of the night to tell her that it was over. Rewatching this the other night for the second time because my mind was wandering because of other things were distracting already. Like, like the hot tub. I started like the hot tub. Sure, uh, I started thinking of the uh, the blow up in uh, Crazy Stupid Love. Oh, it's <laughs> like been a very long time since I watched that movie. What was that guy's name? Is it David Linderhagen? I have no idea. Which one? I just remember the dirty dancing thing. That's it. Oh, 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 yeah. oh yeah. That's it. This move. No, but like, uh, like when everyone shows up and you find out like their daughter's Emma Stone and all that stuff, and then like Kevin Bacon shows up and he's just like, "Hi, I'm oh. David Lynch. and yeah, I, I just kept waiting for like Kevin Bacon to like strut up as like Josh's like, dad or whatever, and, like Hang Dong, like in Wild Things. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> did you did you show the opening of Wild Things to Chris? The whole movie. we watched the whole movie. Nice. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Sanderson rolls up here to be like, hey, bro, I think she told you to leave or, or whatever he says. This is what makes me think he was behind the, the filming of it the whole time. He's like ready Dumb to ass pounce. Hood. Yeah, with a hoodie on. I'll give you that because otherwise, how are you hearing this from inside your house? Mm-hmm. Are you just happen He's to just take out the trash? trash out, yeah. He's always like lurking. So like Margo here is just like, you're in love with Josh and she's all like broken up. I just don't buy this. Like, I feel like she, number one, she would have known, she would have always known my little sister has a crush on my boyfriend. Number two, I don't think she would care. I don't know. 
I think she would care. Yeah, you'd care. Yeah, I guess. Because your sisters, and that's kind of weird. But she's like weirdly possessive of him, even though she dumped his ass. You think I'm going to let someone date one of my friends? Okay. Absolutely not. Are are you? Me? Yeah. Are you going to let someone date with a friend? Sounds like that's a no. Am I going on a date with a friend? No. Are you going to let someone (laughs) date one of your friends? What if it was one of your exes? If it was an ex of mine. If it's Benji, then sure. Go for it. I don't care. Go for it, Benji. Let's see all clear, man. Yeah. Um, Which again, Benji, I don't know if you noticed, kind of nice compliment about your voice on Twitter the other day. You are killing it with the talking. So sexy. Um, I I can't help it. Oh my God. No, but you were saying something. Someone was saying something. Um, About Margo. Oh, Margo. So I absolutely believe that she would, she would give a fuck about like her sister being into her ex, but also wouldn't that like unlock a whole other thing with Margo where like, oh my God, you were best friends. What if, you know, you always had this feelings for him. Holy shit. This whole time, my little sister's been in love with this guy and I've been dating him like right in front of her. I guess all I, of these, I'm not these... getting that vibe from her at all. Okay. Well, I think her, her, didn't she say like her biggest problem was that Laura Jean just kept it from her. Like she had, she kind of cut her off like contact wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where, that's where this, this becomes better, I think in the movie and it kind of sidesteps the obvious and it becomes more about so the I, resolution between the three song girls. I haven't gotten to this in the book. Is this, Does this play the same way in the book? Um, I want to say yes, but there's also like at one point, Laura Jean kisses Josh in the book, <gasps> and I was like, "Boo!" So there's a little more like stakes to Margot being upset. I think also again the thing is, I know you don't agree, Crystal, but like criminal lack of Janelle Parrish, it's hard to like find Margot's stakes in all this because you know she's not plotting someone's ruin or I will never not see her as Mona. It seems mm-hmm. like we maybe needed one more Skype session. Yeah. I think with Margot, like, they keep saying like, you know, in the airport scene when she's like, oh, is she going to turn back? And Laura Jean just says, that's not Margot. And I'm like, I don't know if it is because we we don't really have yeah. much of Margot's personality the entire movie. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you get to know her a little more in the book, but yeah, they super rush her off in the movie. Anyway, I still think she's overreacts a little to, oh my God, you love Josh, but I also don't like the running away after you hear some like news because I would never like even if it was about me I'd be like I you tell me everything. Mr. Bonnie Varen's hoodie runs away. His head is stupid. It's a pretty cool Jeep. <laughs> stupid head. Who put up all these lights? Margo and Kitty. Okay, yeah, I was gonna think Mar- Margo. Well, would have done I assume it, the yeah. dad would have done the outside. Yeah, I'll get on the roof of the lights. Yeah. Why not? My wife is dead. That's <laughs> nothing to lose. I don't know why that, that's going to crack me up forever. It's just John Corbett walking the streets of Portland yelling out, my wife's dead. Mm-hmm. I'm terrible. Um, the Lurgy yeah, goes so, and gets the uh, the contract out, rips it up. I like that there's a second copy that is written in her immaculate handwriting. Mm-hmm. Like she has fantastic handwriting. Um, but yeah, Peter Kavinsky, he throws out the uh, the much-needed truth bomb. Laura Jean, you were never second best. Oh, and then she gets Instagram sex bomb here. Yeah, well. Is that the worst thing that could happen? Like, you seeing, like, people kiss, people seeing you well, kiss? So I, I wonder, it, I feel like they're maybe dancing around it a little bit. Like, do you, you watch Veronica Mars, right? Yeah. You know how there's that episode of Veronica Mars where the one girl has like the the video posted of her when she's like really drunk in the hot tub at the mm-hmm. party that veronica got assaulted yeah. at 
Yeah. And it's like, it seems like they want us to think this is like a BJ video, but they can't show it. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like at an angle. Like if, I wonder if this is supposed to be like, we're supposed to read a little more into it maybe. Right. Because mm-hmm. otherwise it's like, oh, you were kissing someone in a hot tub. But they for sure didn't have sex. Yeah. I mean, there there might have been an M on, M on the C. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Explain this. she is wearing like a, a you know diaphanous nightgown there i suppose maybe if it went on longer and it got wet you know might have been a little like r-rated there yeah uh-huh mm-hmm. i'm trying to figure out what m on the c means <laughs> oh i think you can like, guess no i can't what's it what what what's an m um, if you join at the 20 dollar patreon level mm-hmm. i will draw a picture of God, all of these <laughs> i don't deserve um, it this the uh, classic rom-com scene that I kind of despise because this is when I started to grow to hate Kitty is the Laura Jean screams off screen. We cut to like John Corbett playing chess with Kitty because his wife's dead. Mm-hmm. And then like Kitty's just like women. Like she's the fucking sitcom breakout character or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, her speech then, before about the moon day. I hated that. Oh, yeah, yeah. that was. Yeah. But then I, I mean, the only thing that would have saved it if she was just like also checkmate sad daddy or whatever. Sad daddy. He's just like, I'm a gynecologist. Shut up. <laughs> he has two lines. I'm a gynecologist. Shut up. And my wife is dead. <laughs> my wife is dead. I uh, bet he, I bet you can't even get an appointment with this guy. His 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 thing is book solid. I'm sure he well. I will say I don't want someone attractive as my gynecologist. Oh no. You might as well be in a hot tub then at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Less chlorine, though, but whatever. Um, yeah, so like, I love that Lorjin goes to Margo about the Instagram video. And yeah, she's just like trying out. to, com- yeah, they're trying to comfort you. know, you're covered up. You can see her back. You know, it wasn't wor- it. It is kind of a naive line, though. It's worse for Peter. Like, yeah, that just begs the, it? it's never worse for the guys. <laughs> then we find out that Kitty's the one who mailed the letters, which I feel like they made it incredibly obvious in this, whereas in the book, it's more of a question of like, because and Kitty does it like for revenge, I think. But like, it's like maybe she didn't do it. Maybe she does it for revenge in the it, book. It's because like Lara Jean's teasing her about having a crush on Josh. Yeah, and so she's and she's like much more willful okay. and like like feral in the books. So that's like Little Women. Then when Amy burns Joe's like book that she's writing because she's pissed at her. Now who's that? Is that Emma Watson? Is that Emma Stone? We're not sure yet. Watson's okay. playing Joe, right? Could be wrong. I don't know. I don't think they did. They announce. I don't know. If you've seen the 90s one, it's Kirsten Dunst as Amy. I need all of the Emmas in this movie. All of them. Mm. But yeah, should it have been a little more of a surprise? I don't know. Like, it's pretty think, obvious, like, who mailed him. Yeah. But the movie tells you yeah. <laughs> very clearly multiple times. Um, the There's some, like, comedic chops to Lana Condor that are amazing. I don't know if they're fully helped by the editing, but just, you know, like, Janelle Parrish is like, oh, her logic was off, but her heart was in the right place. And you get the, mm-hmm. her face is going to be in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, hit her. Then we get that shot of the uh, phone lock screen where she's just taking a nap on top of Peter Kavinsky there. Who's mm-hmm. taking the photo? Good question. Does he have like a, a selfie stick? Like, what? Let's see. We can see it's both probably, his hands though. Well, so. Oh, you can. Yeah. Maybe she's holding the selfie stick like behind her back. You think that's, she can contort herself <laughs> yeah. like that? <laughs> They've each got like a leg raised, like a toe around <laughs> the, the selfie stick. 
they've like it took two hours to choreograph this. Mm-hmm. They'd be like uh, his mom took it or something. Uh, Ooh, whoa, really? That's, that's the mom weird. and Mean Girls or something. <laughs> I'm a cool mom. I'm a cool mom. I take softcore stills. All right. Um. So it's January. Lorging like cleans up her room. You know this doesn't bother me in this movie at all it's it's great as she gets in touch with herself and like clears out her clutter i started thinking about like when i hate this kind of moment in the, the script and other movies like in knocked up when like seth rogan's just like well i went and got a well, job that's very so. different though that's that's a, that's a yeah. totally different vibe he's just like fucking licks his finger and turns a page in a book oh i'm a graphic designer now i have my own place fuck that yeah. movie wow yeah. you Sorry. don't like that movie? Uh, just, uh, judd apatow he he has this thing about his movies. It's a very kind of conservative, like like Republican vibe in a lot of ways, or it's like, you just need to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You'll be fine. You know, just put a mm-hmm. tiny little bit of effort in and you're going to have a great job and you'll be fine. I love those movies. Hmm. Which is your favorite Judd Apatow movie? Oh gosh. This is 40. No, I, that's one that I have not seen. I'll get back to you. Okay. So they go to John Corbet, Corbett. Corbet, dude. Corbet. Corbett. They, Either way, his wife is dead. Yeah. Tears for Fears. Is that like is that an accurate song for the period, I guess? I was thinking about that because the kids are what, eighteen and under, essentially? Yeah, so I mean they would have so they these guys would have been teenagers in the mid nineties. So then Or maybe a little earlier if they waited to have kids. Eh, I mean, we had kind of an eighties revival in the nineties. Whatever. I mean it's just like, like, oh, here's your mom's song that she loved, and it's like here in your bedroom like Goldfinger or something. It's probably just like, oh, the jukebox is here. <laughs> like less than like, Jake. Awesome. <laughs> it's lightning crashes by live. <laughs> it's a real weird dance. Um yeah, but I like that he's oh, like he Santa Monica by Everclear. Okay, I'll shut up. Wow. <laughs> I like that he's just like, let's go for a drive. This is the one scene that I'm actually in the movie for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I love this. Yeah. It's a good scene, though. Also, Even if it is John Corbett. One of my favorite great... outfits. Of Laura Jean? Or yeah, and she John doesn't Corbett. really wear her hair in a button like that. So. Oh, yeah, it's up yeah. again. <clears throat> like, I love that she gets this moment with her dad, and it kind of helps her connect with her mom in a new way. I have to say, if I were back in time in this cafe... The relationship between John Corbet or his wife, like I want to root for them, but it kind of sounds annoying. It like, really this is does. A tiny, the dancing in the tiny, yes. yeah, yeah. Fuck you! I'm trying to eat here. Like, stop bumping. That's such a teenager thing to do, though. It's so like yeah. quirky and cute, and I was like, I'd rather like if my date got up and started dancing around the restaurant, I'd be like, I'm gonna just walk away mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I like how in this situation though, it's not you. It's like some guy is just like, I feel like dancing. Well, I certainly wouldn't be the one to dance in public like that. So I'm then, Weezer song again, and then just let me move. Let me feel these moves. <laughs> it's undone squatter song. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Lara Jean finds <laughs> that somebody left a picture of the makeout session in the hot tub. With it's always the ones you never expect on her locker, and she rips it down. How do you guys feel shit. about Kavinsky's like attempted recovery here? Because I feel like Chris gives him shit, like nice try, asshole. But like I, I don't know, I feel like he he tries to own it as best he can. I like that yeah. he was just like, here's what happened. You'll listen up, everyone. Yeah, I was here for it. You know, a little directness never hurt anyone. 
Also, you know, I know obviously like the easy thing is to talk about how he like looks or sounds like Mark Ruffalo. I really believe it when he first walks up to her and he's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like it was so Ruffalo-ish to me. You're yeah. getting Ruffalo from this guy, huh? I'm I'm getting a little bit of a Ruffalo I'm vibe. I'm not yeah. getting Ruffalo like, at all. I'm getting I'm like, getting Hayden like, Christensen mixed with something like, else. Like Hunky oh, yeah. Hulk. Yeah. No, if you close your eyes, he sounds like just Mariano from Gilmore Girls. That's what I came Is up that, with. Is uh, that that Milo guy? That's Milo Ventimiglia. People listening will appreciate me saying okay. that. You boys are the wrong audience. I only know that guy from Heroes. So mm. yeah, we're the we're the PLL guys, not the Gilmore guys. Mm. Well, you could oh. try harder. Oh, I mean, virtually across miles. I, I'm, I'm requesting the highest of vibes from Benji. Come on, yeah, maybe I need a bigger coffee cup. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry anyway Lara Jean's still not here for his uh, there is somebody in the defense. audience who's like is that a coded penis reference <laughs> Jen on the other hand <laughs> what about her yeah speak <laughs> sorry okay just, we'll this is your girl right so oh no I this is your, your girl is my Chris. girl's Chris they look kind of I feel like I should have generated higher there um, she's drying off her hands and saying she didn't post a video. But by the way, like, how dare you, Lara Jean? Like, you don't realize that you're, you know, not such a good girl. You stole my boy back in spin the bottle times. Which, petty. I mean, it's petty. I feel like it does humanize her a little bit. I feel like there was more they could have dived into here, you know, like a deeper character, perhaps, but they just right. don't really go into it. Yeah, this is this is the glimpse. This is the peak. You know, Peter's not as confident as he seems. I'm not as tough as I seem. And you're a goddamn monster who stole my boyfriend during a middle school spin the bottle. It's like I I yeah, I mean like you I think you mentioned, Benji, that like Jen's family's probably horrible. Like I, I want to feel that, but I, I don't care because she's mm-hmm. being a terror to everybody that I care about in this movie. I still don't think she posted the video. I think it was Josh. So speaking of which, Josh comes over to be Laura Jean's buddy. Um, she kind of finally speaks her truth to him. You know, he's the first guy that she liked, liked, not based on fantasy, but who he was. But it was just a crush. She wants to be best friends again because that's really, you know, more than he deserves. Peter's her first real love. Then Kitty goes and gets the box of notes that she never read, apparently, Laura Jean. Never read these notes. And Kitty saved them all and put them in her little hat box. I'm sure she read them. Mm-hmm. And and so it's like now it's like, oh, why don't you read these to see that he really does like you? She has like this very on the nose line like, oh, I wish somebody wrote me letters or something like that. Who, Laura Jean? Laura Jean, yeah. Okay. Um, but I then just, like I, Josh at this moment, I feel like like if you wanted me to like Kitty, like if you just lean fully into the sass, she should have been like, hey, Sanderson, fuck off. You know, like, yeah. get sure out of Kitty here. Kitty would say fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great if she just dropped. Guy needs to get the hell out of here. It was is like the '80s timeless thing. It's kind of like it reminds me of like uh, like Love Simon, where you have like a teen romance that's based on like like an epistolary fashion of narrative, or like the hidden voice of correspondence and what have you. Um, I mean, so Josh, you know, I like how like how Peter stood up for you, but which happened a long time ago. Which I don't know if you're really in a good place to judge other guys, Josh. But at least I like that. That was the one moment where I was like, okay, Josh. You know, I just, You're less terrible. I just noticed Lara Jean's Her parking, parking Yeah. Oh my <laughs> she god. She takes like six spots somehow. Listen, she's in love. She can't be bothered to park within the lines. Mm. Yeah. She comes back and somebody keyed her car. <laughs> Learn to park, asshole. That'd be me. I would leave a note. 
<laughs> this is an impressive high school they go to, though. It's like a castle or something. Mm-hmm. I've never like I all every school I've ever been to has been like one of those like open floor plan things because yeah. it's in California, like an outdoor. The whole idea of like high schools with halls and lockers in them. Wasn't me. like in 10 Things I Hate About You, wasn't that like basically a castle? Like a lot of like loving aerial shots of it. Yeah, it's like a big mansion or something, I think. Yeah. Uh, so she walks. Yeah, right so out. I like. I drove here. Yeah, she's 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 back on another field, you know, kind of bookending it. Yeah, I I I at this point though, you know, I, I get this big moment for her. You know, if it's you know she's don't I can't look at you. Or I need to look at you. I need to tell you all this stuff. My only problem with the scene is that she's still operating under the impression that he might not want her. But I think that's the point. I get why she would. But yes, I get why she feels it. But I also am like, I feel like he's really tried to show you. But the whole, I feel like the whole point of this moment, like for her character, is she has to be willing to put herself out there and not know how he's going to respond. Mm -hmm. And she's always resisted doing that with guys. She writes letters instead of actually telling the people how she feels about them so she's doing it now and you know obviously we the audience knows he's gonna say yes because he's into her but like she doesn't know for sure i I guess my problem is from my perspective as an honest member it's it seems like he's telegraphing pretty hard that he's aching for her yeah but you know teen relationships it's like you never know for sure hey it ends in the right way so i'm cool Mm -hmm. um and they kiss on the field it's a lacrosse field not like a field of wheat or whatever like in Pride and Prejudice. Listen, it it's still sexy. It works. It's still a fuck field. It's I not know. about the type of feel. It's about the feelings you feel in the field. You feel? I feel. Yeah. Okay. Is, is there anyone no. else on this field? Or is it empty? Okay. Can it's, we just it's mostly empty. Take a moment and appreciate that wisdom. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. I was just wondering if the rest of the cross team just like pieced out. They were like, they had just finished. Like one of his bros is just like, dudes, we got to leave. He's having a moment. No. One of them is just like suddenly there of popcorn, like, I'm staying. Largey. <laughs> I'm watching this. All right. So they make out and that's a movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty great. So let's do our power rankings now that we're two and a half hours in. Oi. Oh, we gotta do make one change first. Marco, if you could change, we one should thing. probably speed it up because it's like four crystal has a morning. That's nah, cool. I don't sleep anymore. That's true. All right, um, I'll go first, I guess, if you want. Go. This is for my like just earnest of how much I love this movie. I wanted this to be a TV show. Upon watching it, I was like, a couple of these characters, I would love to check in regularly with like the who? three books. Well, like the Lord Jeans, your Peters and stuff. And I mean, in a TV show, you can flesh out and make some of the characters that I wasn't crazy about a little less terrible. But like, I feel like with three books, this could absolutely be like a couple seasons, 10 episodes each of a show that, you know, and you spin it off in the different storylines and what have you. But it's just how much I enjoyed the characters, I guess. I so disagree with you, but I accept that. Okay. I disagree too, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Nope. I'm all in here, guys. It's okay. There's literally one here. Me, the only thing I could think of was to kind of change the friends, like make them better because they are <laughs> shitty. And like it wouldn't have hurt to make Josh kind of better so that the audience was a little more like conflicted or so you there's know. a triangle. I mean, not so much as like a twilight, like triangle, yeah. triangle, but just more like stakes, Peter. I guess. Or like Peter and Gail, like 
less like I don't know. He 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 just comes off. There's a vibe about him that you're just like, this guy just needs to get out of the way. I think he's the guy who like has a creepy touch when he like touches your back or something. It's like very like yeah, mm-hmm. it's just creepy. Well, we shouldn't be doing like gestures. It's a podcast, <laughs> but yeah, like creepy hands, like not like strong and confident in you. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Also, that he always has a bag of trash in his other hand. Yeah, that doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, you never know what's in that trash. Um, what would I change? I guess for me, I feel like Margot should have been a little less possessive with Josh when he, she came home for Christmas. But maybe that's just a mystery of the character. I don't know. If not that, then uh, maybe give somebody some frosted tips so we can tell Josh and Peter apart. I don't know what year you think this is. It's supposed to be timeless, right? Did you do frosted tips, Benjo? Mm, I tried once. It didn't work out. Oh, wow. In college. Amazing. I would love because we're we're just sitting down and just like learning a lot about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is what people are here for. I paid like a lot of money for it too. Yeah. Oh. Really? Mm-hmm. In like like nineties terms, or was this like four weeks ago? This is, no, this is like in <laughs> two thousand or maybe ninety nine. I paid like maybe like sixty bucks for it. What did you say to the person? What, like, were you just like, make me cool? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Let's do our power rankings. I have 11. I, I do too. I have nine. Oh. I couldn't cool. find 10 characters, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I cheated a little bit. Uh, who do you have for number 11, Marco? Well, Benjo, uh, number 11, I have Greg, Largy himself. Oh, yeah. I didn't even rank that guy. I realize I also cheated, but yeah, I have I have Greg. God, I hate that guy. My uh, my list is going to be controversial. I feel like I should get that out of the way right now. Uh, okay. Excellent. At number eleven, I have Kitty. Mm-hmm. I just didn't okay. like her character at all. She bugged me. She felt like she was like teleported in from a different movie. Okay. I didn't even really like her in the book either. She's like a little bit of a different vibe, like much more like willful. But yeah, I don't know, precocious. Mm. No thanks. Mm. All right, uh, so you have nine. So, uh, Marco, what's your 10? Um, my number 10 is actually Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not controversial. No. I, there are like little flashes where I really want to like this character. And no, no. All right. Uh, I have Josh Sanderson at number 10. Mm. I just didn't like that guy. Mm-hmm. Get your Bonnie Vera ass out of here. All right. Crystal, number nine. It is up. Um, I have Josh. Burn. Yeah. Because he just leaves no impression. I think that guy's like, before this came out, that actor, it's like Israel Broussard, I think, or something. I think he was like more known. For what? I don't know. <laughs> that was the vibe it's I It's a got. great example of how yeah. known he was. <laughs> I don't know. It's because it's with Israel oh, Broussard is with at the him. end, and so it's like is he Canadian. It's like who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, that's a name. Mm-hmm. And John Corbett, Corbet. Oh, there's two T's. Mm-hmm. It could Cor- still be Corbet. I think it's Corbett. Corbett. It's Corbett. Like Sorbet. I didn't know how it was spelled, so I take it back. Mm-hmm. Thank I, you. I still think you should recast <laughs> that guy. I think you should just mind your business. Okay. Hey, all right, Benji. His wife is dead. Okay. <laughs> Um, is it my turn or is it your turn? Uh, you can go. Number nine. My number nine is is Sanderson. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the Peter thing. Tom Sanderson. 
<laughs> Everyone's like, fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. All Let right. me tell you why he's at number nine. Mm. Because he finally like is gives her like a real take, like, hey, I'd like that he did this. I wish he'd done that. Do you still think you haven't like gotten a love letter before? Like he's a little bit supportive and affirming for her at the end. That's all part of the strategy. Yeah, well, he's gonna put her in a trash bag soon. But like that's why he's not like <laughs> fifteen on this list or whatever. You gotta know when to back off and play the supportive friend. Oh? Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, number nine. I had Genevieve. Even though I, I wanted to like her character, she's pretty blah. Mm-hmm. That's all. Okay. Crystal, number eight. Uh, Jen. Genevieve. Genevieve. Mm-hmm. They call her Jen. I know. Don't sass me. No sass intended. Oh. Marco? Uh, Jen. Um, <laughs> this is exciting. Yeah. Way to go, guys. <laughs> chin chin. Um, like I said, like on a different story, from a different perspective, like I might appreciate this girl with like clearly impulse control issues and like experiencing loss of power and nursing these old wounds because that is the kind of shit I want to feel sympathy for. But she is just shitting on everyone else's life, and I hate her. So, okay. yeah. Also that. Uh, uh, where are we at? Number eight. Mm. Yeah. So. Uh, maybe she should be higher. I don't know. This is my cheat. I put Jenny Han here, author of the books. All okay. right, Mister Show Off. <laughs> okay, I cheated too, but I didn't. I didn't put Jenny Han. But good, good for you. Why? Uh, I feel like she's the primary creative force behind this, so I want to give her some credit. Okay. Oh, so it's a good thing. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, it number eight's not like I mean, I knocking guess it out. Of the she park. could probably be higher. That's what I'm saying. Like Mrs. Kavinsky is rated higher than her. That maybe is a little bit of diss. Yeah. (laughs) Unintended. I didn't think about any of these people. (laughs) You can only find nine characters. Yeah. All right. What's your number eight? Me? Didn't I say it? I don't know. I said Jen. Oh, is it Jen? Okay. Okay, so my number eight was Jenny. All right. What's your number seven? Um, I put Kitty only because I felt like I hated Jen and Josh more. So Kitty is like as low as I put her, number seven. Mm. Annoying as fuck. And uh, not to be rude, but I don't feel like she was the best actress. So mm. there's there's also that. Well, the way they she's, have her playing the characters. She's got a lot of credits. I know. On MDB, I saw. Mm. It's like they told her, be Michelle Tanner. I feel like you're confusing Michelle Tanner with Stephanie Tanner. Maybe. Yeah. Michelle is Mary Kate Nashley, who was like a baby for half of it. But she was yeah, like I, older I, and sassier after all, wasn't she? Like I know, yeah. I feel like you're trying to be a little like like border of sassy and shitty to Crystal, but I feel like there's a Jody Sweeten thing that you're trying to push more. Yeah, Jody Sweeten, Stephanie. I, yeah. I know who Stephanie is. So when you say Katie's more Stephanie, I don't know. It's been a long time since I watched the show. Oh, right. I think sassy kid. I think Michelle Tanner. Michelle was good. Okay. Hmm. Anywho, it'll be. Uh, Marco, who's your number seven? <laughs> Lady Subway, Chris. Oh, uh, all the way down there, huh? Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, you know, like, at least with Genevieve, I can understand the other world that she's in. I don't know who the hell Chris is. I mean, in the I, book, I, they basically are like, she's a hoe. It's like the, the not really. It kind of sounded like she all. was, though, yeah. with her EDMs yeah. shit. Well, I mean, she's out living her life and having a great time. Good for her. But it's like. Is she even telling Laura Jean, like, here's this this person that I am in this whole other kind of context? I, we don't know who the hell she is. 
All right, number seven had Mrs. Kavinsky. I guess she kept the last name. I want you to state your reason. She seemed nice. Okay. She what, are you like stumbled are you, like, into rolling a faux up pas? To ask her out on a date? Like, what is this? She's single. Oh, go for <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. That one kid seems like he's going to be out of the picture soon, you know. What? Is what? he dying? So, no, Kavinsky. He's going to like go to college or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> out of the picture. Mm-hmm. Peter's little brother has a disease. Just deal with the little brother. Yeah, that guy <laughs> doesn't talk. That's fine. I can work with that. I guarantee you in season like four of this show, like Dr. Uh, my wife is dead is like taking Mrs. Kavinsky on a date. Oh, for sure. Ew. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Weird sex fantasy there. Uh, where are we at? Number six? Yeah. Or seven? I don't know. I think Me, it's your turn. Uh, number six, I have Chris. Oh, poor Chris. I'm sorry. That's fine. Yeah, no, I'm not sorry. Don't be sorry. Are you going pee again? Oh, okay. <laughs> Needs yeah, more drink. Bottle of wine, that's all. What's oh. your number six, Marco? I was like, you're just getting up and walking out. He was he was walking around. I was like really like put off for a second because I was like I'm confused. Oh, um, I have Lance. Who? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Lance. His name is Lucas. Oh, is it? Whoops. Yeah. Keep saying Lance by accident. Sorry. Yeah, Lucas. Um, yeah, I have Lucas. I mean, like again, this is a character who could have been fleshed out more. But he wasn't because he's he's literally like has a better understanding of Laura Jean and her troubles than like Chris does. But mm-hmm. also, I just like it's not an ascot; it's a cravat. Mm-hmm. It's like everyone knows. I mean, everyone knows. All right, I have what are we number six? Mm-hmm. I have a uh, Doctor Covey, John Corbet. I just I I feel like the movie wants me to rank him higher, but there's just something about John Corbett that. I just can't get behind. He's fun. He gives people condoms. Mm-hmm. What's not to love? I just wanted that, him to be played that's by a different good, actor. That's a good affectation. <laughs> All right, Crystal, who's your number five? Um, I put Margot. I don't really know her personality, and I didn't hate her as much as the others, so I just put her in the middle. Mm. All right, all right. Uh, my number five is the hot tub. Yeah, I don't think I need to explain why. I think I've said more than enough, right? Mm -hmm. I think you have, yeah. Yeah. My number five is Lucas James. You really went for the whole name there. Yeah. Okay. I like that you said Corbett a minute ago, too. I've been doing them all. Just in case. (laughs) Covering my bases. (laughs) Lucas, I, I feel like they wanted and I like Chris, but they wanted Chris to be like the main friend, but it seems like Lucas actually had like more moments. Not necessarily mm-hmm. like more screen time, but more moments with uh I think you can also understand yeah. her mm-hmm. her situation more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh what are we at? You're number five? I already said number five. You said number five. You're number four. Um, I put the dad. John Corbett. Mm-hmm. Corvette. Sure. Corbett. Papa, Daddy, don't say Daddy. <laughs> uh, Marco, what do you got? I'm going to take all of your notes into account and put my number four is John Corbett as Doctor Covey. Why? Two words, three syllables. Sad Daddy, mm. or Sadie, 
don't know. He guess I guess he would not be allowed on the Bad Sad Dads podcast though. Oh mm-hmm. shit, no, no, fuck no. This guy's a whole other level. Like sometimes when I look at how Byron uh, Montgomery acts, I'm like shocked he's even seen a vagina. And you know, <laughs> John Corbett's like elbow deep daily. By- Byron would lead off with the like, so you're a gynecologist, huh? Uh-huh. Elbow and Corbett's just oh. like, I gotta go. Well, like before the end of the first episode of, of him joining them, like Byron is just like, I wish I could go around telling people my wife is dead. That's a move. Yeah. <laughs> That's how horrible Byron Montgomery is. And Ezra, I think we know. You take, yeah. so you John, take the ring off at the bar. You got your my wife died story. Yeah, that's a winner. Right? Seinfeld told us that. <laughs> exactly. Oh, George. yeah, that's right, George. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I'm so worried about, like, someday Arya is going to, like, like lick the wrong envelopes or whatever. <laughs> and Ezra's like, so, uh, Caleb, to- uh, Toby, you want to get some coffee? <laughs> How will my English degree help me with this one? Uh, yeah, what are we number four? Mm-hmm. I had Margot. I wanted to put her higher. I like Janelle Parrish. I feel like she didn't have much to do in this movie. I like their one kind of heart-to-heart scene. I feel like we needed another one of those at the beginning. Yeah. Like, they kind of half had one when it's like she broke up with uh, Josh there. But it, it just, like, it was very quick. It was like they are just pushing so hard to get to their, like, high concept the letters that they just like mm. totally sped through the opening. Mm. All right. What's your next one? Crystal. My next one is Lucas. Oh, Lucas. I just thought he was a much better friend than Chris, even though it didn't sound like she really bonded with Lucas until now. Um, I like their scene in the hotel room and I don't know. He was mm. honest with her. Mm. All right. Mm. That's good. Um, my number three is contractually obligated. It's Janelle Parrish as Margot. I I think she's great. I think there's some sequences where she doesn't come off so great. And it's because she's just like parachuting into this story occasionally. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, and I, I kind of hated that. I I feel like there's so many interesting threads of her character that could have been explored. I always like, you know, like talking about Rebecca, the movie. Uh, Benji like I like the uh, the idea of the unseen character who has so much power over the people who are there and I kind of feel like Margot is hinted at that like like Laura Jean like she's lost her mom and that's a huge part of her life but like here's this kind of awesome no fucks given older sister who has like a, a serious code that she lives by that no one can fully understand that that's like maybe she's trying to emulate at times or like how do you follow in those footsteps I don't know She's, I thought the potential for Margot was so interesting. She's gone, but she's still everywhere. Can I yeah. ask, have you, have, Benji, have you seen Rebecca? No, Are you, not. that's one of my all-time favorite movies. Can you, <laughs> like, what's happening? I have not seen a lot of those older movies. <sighs> oh my God, Joan Fontaine is so adorable she's in that movie. She's so good. And that movie is basically Twilight if you really like to take the Jacob character down. Because mm-hmm. Olivier is such a shithead. He's so shitty, but then you kind of have to say yes when he asks you to marry him suddenly. Yeah, yeah. He's got his head so far up his own ass. He's such a self-important shithead. It's great. <laughs> um, yeah. Are we three now? Number three? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have Chris. <sighs> I know. Probably right to you. You know, I had her at number two for a second, but I moved her down. Uh, I just like her character. She seemed fun. Is it the little teenage boy in you who wished you could have like this weird, quirky girlfriend like Chris? 
I would have definitely had a crush on her and never talked to her. All right. So, you and I went to high school. If a Chris walked up to you one day and in passing, she doesn't even know you. Mm-hmm. She's seen you around. You know, like you see her at the coffee shop and mm-hmm. she's just like, oh, hey, nice eyebrows or something. Would you have gone and like started a cult of Chris? I would have just said, I know. No, you wouldn't have. No, you wouldn't have. No, I and have. I know that from personal experience. <laughs> you would have you would have been shrining it up, my man. Whatever. <laughs> have you made any shrines? No. All right. Have you not? You have. No. Okay. I like that we've avoided the obvious question about like the bad high school like letters we may or may not have sent. Have you guys sent letters? Yes. Have we indeed? Anyways, where are we at? You're number three. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Benji has Marco. Oh hell yes, I've sent. I've sent some ill-conceived and like way too earnest and like ahead of my time sensitive and also like drastically behind the situation earnest letters oh yeah sounds like, like a uh, mtv's situation what dude that's a reference mm-hmm. um i think it's actually crystal's number two okay um mine was peter kavinsky because mm. mm-hmm. he's kind of he the thing about the obsession with Peter Kavinsky is interesting because he really is just like, I'm a good guy and a good boyfriend, but like men are so shit, especially right now that it's like, we'll cling on to this Peter Kavinsky character. Like he's a God, but I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, are there any good guys out there? I don't think so. No. Um, <laughs> my number two, I'm going to say it was a toss up. It's also Peter Kavinsky for reasons because like he is so refreshing and it's like you want this to be the norm. And then at the same time, it's like you also don't want to fully judge him against like all other the flaws of his his gender. Like he just seems like a cool guy. But like, I don't know, like I, I, for the first like 20 minutes of the movie when I didn't I couldn't differentiate him at all. from Like mm-hmm. the five other male characters that I perceived to be in the movie until the I end think of the movie were two, so you were really having trouble. Just I was having trouble for a little bit there. Like I don't know how invested I was. I was so like locked into like like the song girls and just, like random dudes that looked alike kept showing up. But like by the end of this though, like you know, you're so excited when she, you know, from her perspective, wins him over. It's like I don't know. He seems like a charming guy. He's winning me over. I mean, like if he like he's a kind of a handsome guy. I didn't think so at first, but like mm-hmm. if he like. They bumped into me and like said sorry and like winked at me in the hallway. I'd be like, oh my God, are we doing this? So. <laughs> Such a Tina Belcher. Yeah. I'm more of a Bob, I think. <laughs> oh, true. But Tina gets sent to detention on purpose because she thinks she has like a moment uh, with a guy. Uh, I don't but understand any of these That's right, because you haven't watched Bob's Burgers. No. Let's let's all take a moment and write some erotic friend fiction. No. What's your what's your number two, Benjo? Well, my number two is Lara Jean. What? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Look at you with the upset. I told you it was controversial. Up um, until then, we were doing so well. I know. I really like Lara Jean. She's a, a very interesting, idiosyncratic character. And uh, I enjoyed her very much in the movie. Okay. But she's not my number one. Is it the dead mom? <laughs> they don't explain in the movie why they're the song girls, I don't think, right? No, they don't in the movie, but yeah. they, they, they talk about a lot. It's like in the first like five pages of the book. But yeah, all, their middle names are all song. Oh, it's, it's the mom's name. It's the name. mom's mm-hmm. name. Yeah. Okay. So they internally refer to themselves as the song girls. But I'm sure from like a screenwriting perspective, they're like, this is confusing. We mm-hmm. have to call them the Covey girls because he calls her Covey. Yeah. 
which, which at the time I was like, did you just call her Cubby? Yeah, I thought Cubby. I was <laughs> That's like, cute. Cubby's well, kind of like, cute. Like, yeah. I was like, you're not like in some kind of like high school journalism thing together. So is this directly like a uh, Logan Huntsberger thing? Like, ooh. All right, who's in a run, Crystal? Laura Jean. Hmm. I thought she was like the best actor. And she just was so expressive and I thought she was really funny and obviously I seem to be in her head, so I just love her. Don't yawn. Sorry. <laughs> it's not, not anything really to you. Oh, it's one twenty five. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Hey, the night's young for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Marco, what do you got? It's one hundred percent Laura Jean song cubby. Like like for everything Crystal just said, times a hundred. Like she's so cool. Like I don't know what this fucking high school is and what people's problems and their situation and their joys and worries are that they are not like, Holy shit, this girl's the most awesome person here. Like she's dressed so immaculately fashionably better than everyone. And she's just cool. And I just, I love her every aspect of her personality. And like, I'm a huge Lana Condor fan now. And I like yeah. saying Condor. I don't think it's pronounced that way, but Condor. How would it be pronounced? Condor. I know it. Condor. 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 I feel like it just Condor. needs more emphasis. Condor. 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 How am I not myself? Condor. Well, I've seen my number one's Peter Kavinsky. He's just such a cool dude. I forgot you didn't rank him. Mm. I was like, I really wonder who number one is. <laughs> That's why he loves the dead one. All right, because you're a guy, and so you like Peter Kavinsky. Do you want to be just Kavinsky? because I'm a guy? But oh, he does. I know. Mean, I like. I. It's like, yeah. This like. Yeah, I want to date this guy. He Get that cool, P, you know, or the, the B. P and the M, P and the M, mm-hmm. the the, the T on, on the Z. I feel like I don't deserve to have sex after this because I don't know all these T and C and <laughs> X like and there, like. There's a written form that's handed to you beforehand, <laughs> and you're like, "I'm flunking." What, what is the J? Yeah, J. Whoa, man, you kind of know what the J is. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Well, I, I have some unanswerable questions before we get to our uh, recommendation. Unanswerable? What's the point? Well, I guess you guys can tell me if they're answerable or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, did Margo sleep with Josh? Yeah. That's you say That's yeah? Good. I say yes, but like once. Maybe twice. I think she did everything but. Uh, no, okay. I think she had. Uh, Margot doesn't seem like inhibited in that way that Laura Jean does. And so I would assume, I mean, it'd be very vanilla, very vanilla, but I think they probably did. Vanilla is not the way to go. Yeah, I no. think, I think yes, because Margot recognizes that she deserves all of the experiences. You know, it's not like damaging to her self or whatever. College. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, you know, I, I think when she was with this guy at the, the time, she really felt like this was maybe not what like like passionate to your core, you know, from your brain down to your genitals love feels like. But like, she's like, this is my boyfriend. That's, you know, well, there's a whole thing in the book where <laughs> dad's like, at work uh, delivering babies. Let's, let's do this. Yeah, there's a whole thing in the book where Chris is teasing uh, Lara Jean because she says that, of course, they had sex and large. And she's like, no, they didn't. Like, we made a promise that we would not sex till we're married. And, <gasps> yeah. Oh, what? Why would you do that? Are they religious? How? It's question. Hard to say. Can I, mean, can I jump in on your questions? Go. On my own? Yeah. How quickly in the world of this movie? I guess. 
Stop it. No, no. How quickly do Laura Jean and Peter have sex? I don't think like, quickly not, at all. No, they, they take right their away, time. But, mm-hmm. but that's going to be wild when it happens. I think it's like a few months. This gets me to my second unanswerable question. How much semen is in that hot tub? Okay. You mean before Peter gets there? Just, just cumulative. Just cumulative. Well, it's it's a hot tub, so it's already yeah. like. Can I can I be real? It's a cauldron of cum. Like it's <laughs> disgusting. Oh, that's You're a good Halloween romance movie. Words right there. That's gonna be the Netflix <laughs> Halloween special. After yeah, Halloween fling two, cauldron of cum. Yeah. We'll get through fling one and then fling two is just really go for yeah. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, There's probably been a lot in there, but I would say that chlorine. Yeah. A lot of chlorine. Yeah. Tell yourself that. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm still right. going to go on a hot tub though. Final and answer real question. I'm going to ruin the whole movie for you. Hmm. Does Laura Jean dump Peter in a year? I would assume so. There is a breakup. I'm sure. And I, I would say that there's a possibility, my guess, of a reconciliation after some time and experiences. She's like, sorry, mom said so. Peace out, dude. Oh, like when they go to college. college. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I just assume that there's multiple books that there's got to be some sort of conflict. There is. I can say that. Like about the spoilers I've already heard. Do they get to college in the books? Uh, No, I believe it ends still in high school. Hmm. Well, I, I mean, like from where I remember it being in the the second one, and then you got the fucking John Ambrose thing, which I didn't mm-hmm. give a fuck. Yeah, that was, that was dumb in the movie to me. That was oh, so dumb. Oh, that guy, yeah, the kid at the end. I oh, didn't thanks. need one more kitty line either. Yeah, again, well, they, who the like, fuck is this guy? He's the one he's from the, the model, model UN. UN. No, I know, but like, what the fuck? Like, What's with the jacket? Yeah, you still wearing the jacket? He's, he's a teenager now. This is a different jacket. Like, but he goes to the same like white people preppy school private school so it's like you're supposed to recognize him from i feel that. like we should have just seen the door slam on this guy like that's all we need this guy well like is the jacket is like is this his attempt at romance so she'll recognize him which you know i mean i've been unexceptional times in my life but i don't i feel like you don't recognize me if it's just a jacket mm. i'm also a haircut I, th- I think she dumps him and she's like yeah anyway my mom said i'm not supposed to take a dude to college so peace out take a dude to college <laughs> that's a whole other movie Look, yeah. it's, we've been podcasting for three hours and you've been drinking mm-hmm. how is that bottle of wine working out for you that's a nice rosé how, how deep into it are you less than halfway a little okay. less than halfway barely okay. alright I, I gotta admit part of me wanted this to keep going just to see you uh, like kill that thing hmm. well maybe we can stick around after Crystal gets in here and then you're just like Yourself out. You guys are going to talk floor. shit about me? <laughs> yes. Um, we're going to convene the Internet Celebrity Crystal Pearson fan club. Okay. All that right. better be it. Which the listeners can join in at the $25 level of the Patreon. Okay. Would you recommend this movie? Duh. Yeah. That's my official professional answer is mm-hmm. duh. It's fun. It yeah, is fun. I recommend it to my mom because it was the, it was wholesome enough for my mother. I feel like this is the first movie I watched on Netflix that I was like, well, I mean, I guess set it, set it up was fine, although I think this was better. But before yes. that, like all the other movies I'd watch on Netflix for that, like the Netflix originals is just like, mm-hmm. eh, and 
of things pass, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I wish all of their like pseudo event movies were like this, were this quality. Did you ever watch the Clive Owen one? No. With, um, with Amanda, um, Seyfried. Amanda Seyfried? Yeah. No, I'm saying I have Sophia. Oh, maybe. I'm not no. in this. Never mind. Okay. I mean, you weren't asking me, but. Like, we can. No, it's okay. It's okay. I, I know my place. Mm-hmm. It was weird. It was like this whole like hacker thing where you can see through people's eyes. It was bizarre. Just got a good wig in that. Good wig. <laughs> Isn't she wearing like a, like a wig in the? I don't know. Mm-mm. I feel I like Chris was starving. I'm well at this point. I'm not going to eat, but I have to pee. All right, we should end the podcast then. Yeah, we'll be back. Uh, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks. What should our next movie be? Yeah, Crystal, why don't you pick our next movie? No, I'm not involved. Well, Benji hasn't seen any movie apparently, so unfair. I don't know what's what's out, what's new. Just let the people speak. Mm-hmm. No, that's bad. We could do a poll, maybe. Yeah, but you know, go with your own decision after that. Okay, <laughs> we tend to. Good. I feel like I had another one. But I can't think of it right now. I read about some movie that was coming out too, but I forget what it was. <laughs> this is great pod. Yeah. All right. We'll be back when we're back watching a movie. <laughs> oh, I love how drunk you are. Uh, I'm not even that drunk. You're a little like toasty. <laughs> yeah. Toasty. I'm fine. <laughs> toasty. Yeah. <laughs> toasty. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been Headcanon. Rate and review us on iTunes. Only yeah, stars, wherever right? podcasts are found. Thank you so much, Crystal. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Thank you for Stitcher. having me. Oh, thank you for yeah. coming. I don't think this would have been as fun and as spicy. I hope everyone enjoys mm-hmm. this three-hour podcast. I will. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. All right. Well, ta-ta. Ta-ta. <laughs> Bye-bye.